0: Need that sports encyclopedia. We were Steve Kim. Got Trin the cut. Yeah. cut. What up,
1: what up, what up, man? The real cup, JB. My main man,
0: big smitty. Are ah, y'all ready for this?
1: Ground like something to prove it. Can't take conclusion that it's.
2: In any metric coach, you cannot have Russell Wolf in
0: Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta head at store, you gotta be marketing. The
2: hockey,
3: football, baseball, then basketball.
2: Oh, I love
4: this fucking show so much, man. Are you mixing light and dark?
2: at 11am <laughs> I'm 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 elated that I can be able to coach that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years
0: Smithy
1: and Jason Brown kill the yes rap we want the games to missing. we switched it and filled the gap Smithy and Jason
2: Brown we kill the yes rap we want
1: the games to missing. we switched it and filled the gap
0: Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek! Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the the signal was horrible.
1: I don't get it. Guess what? All right, appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach A.B. Show with Big Smitty.
0: Stop playing your problem's been solved. We got a portion with mint mobile? You talking about mint Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Mint Hold mint on. Let, I'm just let me Google you, this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com
1: slash coach JB and get three months free when you use the promo code Coach JB.
0: Hey man, I did I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you weren't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you
4: kidding me jp hey
1: and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching the minute is super easy thanks to digital e sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all—short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor. Using promo code Coach JB, try MintMobile.com.
0: This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So hey. I, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The the, the line it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Thanks, <laughs> man. I'm calling you right now. JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile,
1: clear as day. I hear here you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile. Try mintmobile.com slash JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up? We're in the building. It is Doc Talk Tuesday. Dr. Jesse Morse joins us. Give us all the injury updates. Give us all your fantasy needs, who to pick, who not to pick. He'll join us right here in the first hour. We got a loaded lineup. We got Steve Kim, the Korean Cosell, Big Matt McChesney, Tank Johnson. Man, Smitty and I may not be able to have a rest or a break because we're the hardest working group in America. And you all can't even pound the like. You can't even drop a super chat. You can't even become a member. What the hell is going on? Brian Case in the house. Isaiah, everybody in the house. Big Smitty will address everybody. That's what he do the best. And uh, let's bring Big Smitty in early, man. I'm in a good mood. You know what I mean? I don't even need to go through the rundown. We'll go through the rundown together because, you know, that's my co-host. I don't really talk to him at all. We really don't talk or like each other really too much. We're really racist and we don't really get along and shit like that. But it is what it is because this is the realest show on planet Earth, E-R-F. And you can go get those T-shirts right now on CoachJBStore.com. Plus, you can get you some Chiefs Queendom shirts, which were a number one seller last month. (laughs) I love people posting wearing the Chiefs Queendom shirt, too. That shit is fire. CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. Uh, Shout out to Nurse Court. Haven't seen you in a while. Lucy, all the females in the chat. Everybody else in the chat. Much love to you. We are got, it's Doc Talk Tuesday. And without further ado, my main man from Post Road, Far East Side, Indiana, Naptown, 317. Fucked up hairline, LeBron wearing hairline, AR5 goggle wearing, Fox Sports going. Ball State legend, Big Smitty. Let's bring him in. Clap it up for Big Smitty. I don't know what he comb his hair, he don't have no hair. <laughs> really? So bad. I don't know how you what do you what do you like? There ain't no blend, ain't no fade. It ain't it just
0: the hair clean. I ain't even got a fresh cut right now, and the camera don't really show you how I really, you see me in person, JB. You know how I really get down when I'm in person. My shit be clean, fade. I'm probably get my hair cut probably maybe the tonight or this morning. Because my birthday, hey y'all, my birthday this Friday, y'all. Capricorn season, I'm turning. 30. I'm so scared of 30 right now. I don't know what that, I've been 20 for so long. I've been in my 20s. You're not so even long. 30 yet? I turned 30 this Friday, JB. I'm still in my 20s right now. 30s a scary age though. I know I know you 60, you 62. So I know for you it was a little different, but when you in your 20s for so long and you about to hit 30, like all y'all in the chat who's old, look back and think back to when you was in my position. That That year 30 is kind of like, kind of scary I feel, like, I feel like i need to get my life together on a different level now like no more immature decisions i can't fuck up i can't i gotta just like ah you know what i mean so i don't know no wonder i'm holding a baby it ain't just me in my homes i'm <laughs> holding motherfucking smitty
1: like this smitty a baby
0: god damn i'm hey, different i'm different though i'm mature from my i'm mature from my age the fact that I could come in here with a 62-year-old for three hours every single day and hold my own. Come on now, JB.
1: i called me 62. Um <laughs> uh, I love people on TikTok said I'm unemployed. How am I unemployed? Let's play big bank, take little bank. You show your checking account, I'll show mine. Whoever has more in there takes the other one. Have you ever heard that game? I bet you won't play it. Actually, I know shit kills me, Big city. I be telling people that shit all the time. This motherfucker go quiet like a motherfucker. They disappear. Like <laughs> uh,
2: Motherfuckers
1: <laughs> is so fuck.
2: Hey, I'll be unemployed like a motherfucker. We can play Big Bank Jay Little Bank all day long. We can check it out. You want to find out?
1: Shit.
0: <laughs> JV got bread. Yo. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. You hey, he, might have about ten, he might have about ten M's and <laughs> yeah, sure. You know it's
1: funny. They did a whip. If you search me, search me on Google and do a, uh, it'll you know it pops up net worth.
0: Yeah. Look at what that shit say. Let's see, I'm gonna put Coach Jason Brown net worth. <laughs> I wish. I wish it just pop up. What what I gotta click on? I
1: don't know. It usually pop up for me. Oh,
0: uh, so I, this is one site. I mean, let me make sure. Let me make sure this is you though, because Jason Brown is such a common name. Nah, yeah, you gotta tell Coach. There's a there's there's a there's a figure skater named Jason Brown. Uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Hey, Good. we, we right out the gate before we even get into it, man. Dr. Jesse Morse got to join us early because he's coming in early, so he 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 got he got shit to do. Uh, All right, okay. Coach. To it. it is Doc Talk Tuesday. Uh, clap it up, Dr. Jesse Morse. Uh, looking dapper, looking dapper for you. Hey doc, you Google my name, my net worth. It says I'm worth like three, four million. I'm like, shit, really? Oh <laughs> You know, that they under-calling is-
5: that, aren't
1: I- they? I-, I wish I was. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> you probably are though with your house, your cars, your actual liquid I'm
1: gonna look up Dr. shit. I bet you that shit say fucking that shit be negative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Sally may doctor, keep kicking my ass. What's that? What do you think about those games last night? Are we just declining in a, at the NFL level, or what? <laughs> hey, football's been bad. I'm gonna just tell you right now.
5: Here we go. Here we go. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know what happened to the Eagles. And, <laughs> and
0: uh, you sound so sad,
5: Doc. The way you said it. Like, oh, I don't care about them. They could lose, but um, but I'm still uh, a little pissed off about the Philly special. But um, mm it's more so a disappointment in how dominant something was and how poor something became. It's like, how do they forget to run the ball? Like how do they not know how to run the ball? They have such a dominant line. Um, How can AJ Brown's knee injury prevent him from playing? And then they just completely not know how to use anyone. I mean, Devonta had a couple of ridiculous catches, but I don't know if you saw the interaction with Goddard and, and and hurts on the sideline. That was, obvious um you know swift went from being very effective early in the season to pretty much useless um you know it was kind of disappointing it was kind of sad you know like you could see like there was a lot of turmoil yes i understand Hertz was banged up with his finger um but he looked pretty good i mean uh, there wasn't anything with his hand that'd be like yeah he looked like he was hurting right they just didn't look like anything they did he didn't he he ran once for five yards I think like Mm. that's not Jalen's game at all ever it hasn't been and then like what did they do on defense why are you putting in dude that couldn't make it in New England on offense to go out of back to defense like come on bro it was just like you know it was just unfortunate it was unfortunate because I
1: think there's a lot more in that in that Eagles locker room that we don't know about or see that's going on that I I think I've been calling it out for a while. There's a reason that the Titans gave A.J. Brown up basically for nothing. Um, There's a reason for that, in my opinion, Uh, and some inside sources, buddies of mine that coached uh, at at Tennessee when they lost him. Um, I've been told certain things. And then about four months ago, I called it out and said, This is – there's some bad issues in that locker room right now. At 10-1, and we could argue they covered up and masked a lot of issues because of the teams they played and the schedule they had. I mean, let's be honest. The teams they played that were good, they lost to or got beat pretty bad. It was a team that had a lot of holes. I said before the season, when they lost Hargrave to the Niners, they lost uh, the corner or the safety to uh, Gardner or whatever his name was. Yeah, to the Detroit. I said there's some pieces that you just can't replace. Uh, it's called experience. It's called leadership. It's called other things. I said it before the season, and and it, it came up exactly how I said. Unfortunately for the Eagles fans and the Eagles fan base, but it's a uh, uh, they got some issues there. And I think uh, from what I've heard, I think AJ Brown missed that game for more reasons than just a knee. I think he could have probably. I'm
5: surprised he missed, but he's not I, I even there. there.
1: He wasn't even there, and then yeah. and then he deletes all his social media and every attachment yeah. to the team, and then Crazy. he's at a I think he's at a at, an event. He's, he's, at he's, an event. he's at a
0: fight. It was a box. I think it was a boxing match or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I see. I, I think
1: to me that's just shitbird activity, man, and I just don't know how you. How, I that's why I picked the Eagles. I was like, oh man, addition by subtraction, the locker room's gonna be better. I said it yesterday, yeah. and then I tweeted last night. Doc I said, oh shit. I thought
5: they were playing with me. This team's really shitty. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they 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 did. I mean I think Sirianni. Um, you know I think the loss of Steichen was a big deal. Um, I think that played a role. That's you know um, uh, you know there's I think there's a lot of parts. So they're gonna lose the Kels. They just Kelsey just retired. We know that. That's one of the. Wouldn't be surprised if some of the other guys retire. Um, they were playing with borrowed, borrowed time, you know, they were playing with borrowed time a little bit because of all the veterans that say, oh, we've got one more year, maybe we, you know, but now it becomes a question mark. You know, I, I, know
4: I,
1: I, 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 I think we've seen this story before. I wouldn't be shocked if Kelsey retires to team up with his brother somewhere, whether it's in Casey or somewhere uh-huh. else. I, I, we've seen this thing before. I'm just telling you, I think this is, I don't think, 36 years old, I,
0: I know he's got some wear and tear on him. As an old lineman, as a center?
1: It's let, a wrap. I, I got this take, Doc. I want to I give you this take. At 36 years old, and this is just from a medical standpoint and professional from the, the, the health standpoint of longevity. Let's just talk about longevity. If you're a center in the NFL and your number one bread and butter is the tush push. And my 36-year-old ass has to do some things about five or six times a game that I don't want to do because of risk or just getting up and down and up, down and up. Do you think he wants to do that shit every damn game? I don't. I think he wants out of that system, to be honest with you. And I wouldn't be shocked if he retires like Gronk did or Brady and, and tries to get out of a deal and leave for a year to play with his brother. It's just what it is now. With the To me, how soft we've become and I don't believe he's soft at all. I love everything he stands for. But I, I think that I, why wouldn't he try at least one more go at it with his brother? I, I think that's something. That's I, I don't know. He I,
0: flirted I don't
5: think Travis done yet. I don't
0: think Travis is done yet. Yeah, Travis is not done yet. Jason Jason has flirted with retirement the last, like, two, three years, though. So, like, that's, yeah. if this was two years ago, I think I would like, you know, JB, you might be on to something. But, like, uh,
1: but Smitty, here's the reason why I say it. Because from what I've been told and what I've been showing everybody on this show for the last four months, there's a reason he wants out of there. And that locker room is a very, very toxic one. Something is going on in that locker room. Jalen Hurts has some beef with somebody every game, if you haven't noticed. Now, is it Jalen Hurts really an issue or is it uh, A.J. Brown? We don't know. But there's some problems there, and Sirianni clearly can't nip it in the butt or it would have been nipped in the butt when they were 10-1. and So I I, I'm trying to figure out something's going on and maybe he wants out. He's 36. Travis is 34. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Doc, what about Dallas and Dak Prescott? Um, He could have been the highest paid or was ready to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL as of like three o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then the debacle happens Two pick sixes later. And now they want McCarthy's head and Bill Belichick's out there available. Um, Plus, you know, Baker Mayfield just won his second playoff game, it tying Dak Prescott's total in half the time, plus probably you could say half the better roster <laughs> over his oh, yeah. career. Uh, I
5: mean, uh, Dak had a great season, but. but every I year, think, though, he
1: kind of has a great season,
5: don't he? For the most part, I mean, this was probably his best season, best season in, season, in yeah. a couple of years before his ankle injury. Yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like we say we we say similar things about 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 Tua. Mm.
4: I mean, well, you know,
5: the, the Dolphins are a little different because they had crazy injuries, right? I mean, their injuries were just bananas, uh, predominantly to the defensive side of the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. I Like, uh, but Dak is just more. He's older though, so I think we give Dak a little bit more. You know, but Doc, let me on. ask
1: you something. And I, I know you deal with fantasy, you deal with betting and certain things with these guys and these injuries and other things, but. You pay a guy like Dak fifty mil, which we're about to do. You pay a guy like Baker Mayfield four million, and to have the same amount of playoff wins is back to my point. Smithy and I argue about like you can win with these mid-ass quarterbacks and build your roster around them with salary cap moves. Telling you, we're wasting money on these overhyped, overrated quarterbacks,
5: man. Like I mean- I'm telling you. We've seen, you know, during the season, you're like, you get all excited. They're winning, they're winning, they're winning. And then you realize, like, what did they do compared to, say, the Carolina Panthers? They mm. won one more game. They played in one more game. Not one. They played in one right. more game.
1: What up, what up, what up? This Real Coach JB from the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Prize picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on PrizePix, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for restrictions and details.
5: Peace. Hey. That's that's the extent. If you look at it, yes, obviously financial figures were different at the end of the season. But you were a regular season winner, and 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 unfortunately, that doesn't really mean a whole lot at the end of the day. Years, the, you hoisted the trophy, you you didn't.
1: Twenty eight years has been that way. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, it's
5: been you know, it, it's it's uh, you know, and it's 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 unfortunate. I thought I thought the Browns losing was kind of a, a surprising too. I mean, Stroud is a stud. That kid is that kid is. And I I like love too. I like, I love, I like what he can do. That was an abnormal model. Not many people sit for that long and and end up being good. Um, But, but that was, it'll be interesting to see. See, I'm against, I'm the opposite.
1: I've been on on record saying watch how good Jordan love is this year because of sitting behind Aaron Rodgers through osmosis, picking up tangibles, little things that you're going to see. I think we rush these guys into it too quickly on bad rosters, and that's why you never see you see the demise of the quarterback position happening in you, front of our you, very Darrell eyes.
5: You right. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence.
1: Look at Patrick Mahomes. He sat
5: behind. He
1: sat. He did sit a year behind a guy yep. that was in the MVP running. Um, who later, you know, Andy said, "Let's go. We got to move on with the more talented arm." But they won two Super Bowls, so you can't question it. But Alex Smith was a really good quarterback to learn from.
0: Regardless yeah. of what people think, but you, but you also have you know you have examples on both sides. You have you have your Joe Burrows who came in and hit the ground running. Go. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, I mean you see both Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, C.J. Stroud. So you got examples of both sides for sure. I think it depends on on the person that individual. You do, but you also have
1: to look at the age of the guy. Like Joe Burrow came in at 25 years old. Yeah. There's a big difference in 21 and 25 in the NFL coming into a franchise that just restructured its whole roster the year Joe Burrow was drafted. Like Chase coming in, that O-line, that team was bad the year before. So one year, and they switched it up with a 25-year-old quarterback who who now, Doc, to your profession, uh, to your expertise, Joe Burrow scares me, man, just as far as how many injuries he's had as his age gets older really really quick in front of us his t- his time clock is ticking for a super bowl and josh
5: allen yeah could one up him this year if he if he finally gets to the show i mean we've seen allen is just a freaking freight train that kid yeah i get i know some people complaining about when he went for that run and then he kind of like fake he fakes lead and, lead and he, can't run yeah. i get it like it, there's no way to win you can't win like if you try to hit him he's gonna bulldoze you if you basically let him slide. And then he doesn't slide. You kind of get screwed. So it's like, you got to pick your poison. Yeah. But that dude, I mean, I can't, I've never met him, but I can't imagine how big he is and what he can do. It just, is just like a freak. Um, but that's what makes him special. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think that weather played a big role. um, in that game and, or the, you know, the, the changing of the weather from, which was smart uh, nonetheless, but, um, but I think uh, I, next week's game will be good. Can they beat, remember, remember the only reason this game or one of the only reasons this game is in Buffalo is because uh, T- Kadarius Tony
0: was offsides. sides. Ooh, forgot about that for that one remember, play. Yeah, so like, literally. I
5: mean, there's obviously different levels yeah. to it and they playing and winning and, 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 and some teams losing whatnot, but you know, so how will that play out? Um, who uh, who has advantage this time? Probably the Bills, but I I don't know. First, first uh, they, they game on the road. Say it, say it,
0: JB, say it.
5: First <laughs> game
1: ever on the road. Fifteen tries. First playoff oh. game on the road yeah. for him. I'm curious to see. Yeah. Because you know everybody's gonna go back and retrospectively speak and say, if he would have been on the road for the, you know, but listen, it's to tough. his to his point he's it's a you problem i'm the right. best team i'm at home every game screw you i i feel him i i don't use that excuse but i do want to say that he is the only quarterback to never go on the road and yeah. so he's benefited from either a bad afc west a bad afc period over the last 4 to 5 years we can really look at it and say uh besides their two super bowls the afc uh has been pretty pretty bad compared to the NFC. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does on the road for his first one with a very, very under, under talented roster to say the sure. least.
5: Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to switch it up real quick. What are your thoughts on Cooper cup?
1: Well, first of all, he screwed probably you and me and draft the other day on, the, on my pick. Cause he did nothing. He didn't even, well, I expected up. him to
5: do nothing. I didn't touch him. Puka was the only choice in that game. Yeah, mm. I took him. He got Kyron, me some. But injuries. he got injured, uh, so I'll give him. A I don't
1: know, man. He didn't look. He didn't look. I, I was watching him in specific, uh, spe, uh, specifically watching him, and I'm like, he's not rolling out of his routes. He's he's usually he runs his ten yard out cuts better than any any wide out in the league. He's, he's regressive. He he's, hungry, he's, he's, hungry, he's He's cutting hard. Rolls to it, and the ball's on time. He's stopping now because he can't roll to it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's to your expertise, like from him rolling into a route versus breaking down and squaring it out. What right. what would that be from? His ankle flexibility. I mean, he's had a
5: bunch of different injuries. Remember he had the high ankle last year at the end of the season or technically end of day he probably could have came back, but he had a re-injury to that ankle um but he had injuries to both ankles. He had that hamstring multiple times this year. Um you know, I have con- some concerns about his ability to heal overall um Man. genetically speaking um, and 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 if he wasn't owed twenty million dollars this year and twenty million dollars next year, if he wasn't on the cap dead cap for forty seven million dollars next year, I don't think um, as the number two wide receiver on that offense, uh, Puka is making a total of four million dollars in four years. Um, I, I don't think he would be on the team. Um, I, I don't know. I I, I I had some thoughts earlier this this year that he could potentially retire. And if it was up to the team, I think it would be an easy decision, but it's not really up to the team because of how in the predicament they put him in, or he put them in because of his play. Uh, yes. He's going to look healthy if when he's ready in week one, because he's had 10 months to heal or nine months to heal. But how does he look in week five or week six or week eight? Like he did this year, he had two good games. He started getting banged up and then he didn't do a whole lot he had two more good games and then after that he's been mid. You know, uh, you know, and Puka is 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 a younger hungrier version of him. If 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 not, you know, I would say better but I agree. maybe. So it's like you know, that's a very very expensive wide receiver too. You know. Yeah, man. And, and that off, you know, you want to talk about a quarterback that's had more injuries than I can even fathom, uh Matthew Stafford, uh he has had three careers. Probably somewhere around there. Uh I mean and and I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to play because we thought, hey, is he gonna hang him up last year? And 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 he probably could have, and he's probably made enough money to do that. I heard he's a a, a savvy business guy too. Um but he oh he made like thirty million, whatever he made this year. But he played good. I mean, there's no question. He had mad injuries, he always has crazy injuries. Um, he buddy he's unbelievable. Yeah, but, but but I mean, to give you an idea, and, and my buddy posted this yesterday on a side note. Look at all the quarterbacks playing in next week's games. There's eight quarterbacks, eight teams. Every single one of them was drafted in the first round, except for Purdy.
0: Mm. Wow! Is it there? Jared, yep. Jared Goff and Lamar. becker uh, Mayfield. Yeah, literally. All oh, Josh Allen. You know Able, that
1: uh, four of those guys are California QBs, and they went four zero oh last weekend. And uh, California still has the best quarterbacks. But anyway. Uh, I'm Miss throwing that out there, Big Smithy. You know, no shot at Indiana and, and wherever you guys are from wherever you're from. Um,
0: so well the, well, the best quarterback in the left is, is in from, from Florida, so okay. Neither one of us can really say anything about that. But that's another conversation. But continue. In- Doctor, in- what injury is there
1: anyone missing this weekend? Um, any any missing game, anyone that's significant gonna miss anything this week? Uh there's
5: some defensive players on Buffalo that could potentially have issues. Jair Alexander, I'm waiting for his – it looked like a left knee. I don't know what it was, but it did not look good. Uh, oh, hopefully he got lucky. He came in. Um, most of the offensive players are okay. Um, uh, Flowers, OBJ should be okay. Um, I, I don't think Andrews will be back yet. He could, he could play, but I don't think they'll bring him back. Um, McCaffrey should be good. Um, Debo had a little bit of a neck thing. He'll be fine but uh most of Green. the people that were injured are out. Uh, Green Bay I mean, hasn't any,
1: have anyone. Aaron Jones okay. What about yeah, Aaron Jones is healthy. He's they look they,
5: they they are just whoever picks their makes their offensive wide receiver picks you need to steal him cuz that dude is a beast. Um I mean, he, look, Jaden Reed, Christian Watson even though he has his hamstring Hicks. issues. You know, Dontavius Don hey, uh Hicks. Um you, you you got Tucker Kraft, you got Musgrave like they're they're like, also you young you don't too. Don't even know who's gonna catch the ball. Like, Dobbs, who, I, I, yeah. I forgot Dobbs, Dudes, How do you pronounce them. Like they. they well, let me are ask you nice is is for fantasy. Dillon,
1: is AJ Dillon playing? Because if to me, if he doesn't, they get mollywopped. If AJ so, Dylan, so this is playing, a good question.
5: So totally changed so the game. This is a, this is a two part issue. Initially, he had a, a fractured thumb in his on his carry hand. I think is what we well we don't know if it's carry hand or not. I think it was his non carry hand, but. That wasn't what's Cal out because he played the week after that. So so mm. that wasn't it. Then they said he had a stinger. Mm. Stingers don't cause issues the following week. And he's missed two, I want to say it's been two games now. With I think they're calling it a neck. I don't know if they're calling it a thumb or a neck or both, but we're missing something here. This is a this is a cervical injury. And they haven't commented on it. But uh I don't know how big it is or what it is, but we haven't. Uh, we haven't really heard about him because Aaron Jones is really good and effective. Um, but, uh, but he's I'm a, he's to a play him. away from being hurt too, as we've seen. Always, always. He's I mean, close. he's super talented. He's getting older, but he, that kid is, he's nice. I mean, he's got chronic. He pain. looked amazing
0: this weekend. Can we yeah, he, shout him out real quick? He, he looked well fresh. With, like, when man. he was
5: healthy this year, he looked incredible. Yeah. Um. But he had, you know, issues with, with multiple different body parts like he like he usually does. But yeah. But most years he can play through them. This year, unfortunately, he, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um But the but Niners are the same way, though. I
0: mean, C-Mac gets hurt often. Uh, they always got cats getting hurt. So, I mean, these are two teams that both deal with injuries if you look at their history. So, uh, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Do you think that Houston can pull up the upset? No. Not a chance. It might be so loud in Baltimore. I love C.J. Stroud. Great story. I love D'Amico. It's going to be a tight game, though. Just, you know, very competitive. Team. That defense is playing lights out, in my opinion. But that Ravens defense is going to be a different challenge for C.J. Stroud. I don't think C.J. goes out there and just has has the same type of game he was had last. I'm not saying he's going to have a bad game. I just don't see him having that level of game that he just, just saw. He continues to defense. surprise me.
5: Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, I know they had, you know, a change in the
5: front office. They had several high-level picks. You know, they, got, they hit the home run with, with Tank Dell they did a great job with, with Nico, Nico Collins, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, single motor was a great choice. Will uh, Anderson,
0: obviously. Yeah. You know,
5: so they, they made a lot of great decisions, but you can see how significant of a change yeah. a quarterback can make. Right. That's I crazy. mean, all the things had to play a role, but without Stroud, I don't think they win probably half the games they win this year, you know, give right. or take. Yeah. It, I, I think, you know, I think it was that big of a deal. Um and 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 that made me think of something. What is good with the Carolina Panthers organization? <laughs> they had Baker Mayfield playing on defense in practice last year <laughs> before they cut him, allowing him to go to the Rams. Remember that They gave him a shot, reinvigorated him, life, and now we see him on the Bucks. But but for real, like. Like, remember that? Went, I remember uh, that
3: shit. Yeah, that was like,
5: real. He like, was on like defense. <laughs> he went. So I, I, I tweeted this last night because you just saw my, 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 my mentor is the team doc for the Bucks. So I, I texted him before the game. I said good luck, uh, and I haven't messaged him again. But uh, but I'll tell him congrats. And I basically I was thinking he's. I was talking to him like, hey, how's Baker in in the past? He's oh, he's gritty. Like he's just uh, he's just a hungry, nice guy. He's just a regular guy, uh, kind of like Brady, but not not quite. Yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking he went from. A beat up roster in, in in Cleveland, to being cut after they traded the Sun Moon and Stars for Deshaun. To ending up in Carolina where he b- got benched basically, yeah, and was on practice squad. To basically getting released in December. Playing with a bunch of nobodies in in the on the Rams, and I think he won a couple if I remember correctly. Then went on a what four million dollar deal with a, a negative eighty million dollar uh, roster for the Bucks. You know, in terms of Cap and everything, and he brings the team after what we halfway through the season, they were what four and six or something, like
0: yeah,
5: you know, like okay. I, I mean, I think Bowles uh earned, earned his paycheck this year, and, and you know, so I mean, yeah, that yeah, I, yeah, I, agree. I just found like because when I saw Stroud, I said, Well, Bryce Young, like no, and then, yeah, and then you're like, Well, they had Baker,
0: you know, like yeah,
5: Baker's washed, uh, apparently not.
0: I mean, <laughs> this shows you, Doc, that like where you're at matters so much fit matters so much and we've all let's be real all of us in the media at some point has given baker mayfield hell you know he's watched was overrated shouldn't have got picked on one this and the third for him to go out here and have a game like that to win a playoff game and again remember this he's doing this right after brady like you know brady just left so that's big shoes to feel and he's in a division around against the lions and I got the Lions winning, but that's a winnable game for the Bucks now. Like that's they can, a very winnable they game. They can win that. And imagine, but think about this. I was talking about this last night. Either way, we're either going to see the Detroit Lions or Baker's Bucks in the NFC Championship. Yeah, that's none of us would have guessed that before the season started. Like that's or, insane. Against Jordan Love versus the Purdy's, the quarterbacks on the NFC. You got Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, and Jordan Love. Those are our last four in the you NFC. You couldn't have
5: predicted that. No Come way. Come on, There's bro. No like, way you could have predicted that at the beginning. I
0: don't of the game. think anybody could
1: predict the Super Bowl. Yeah.
5: I don't I think. don't even you know where to predict. begin. Yeah. I
1: don't I think, think you predict the opponents in the Super Bowl. I don't think I mean, anybody can that the right, the right now.
0: Has, 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 has the AFC is loaded, though. The AFC got Mahomes, yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar, and CJ Stroud. Those are like four. Yeah, of like, you got, like you got three.
1: <laughs> yeah, but on, can you pick the team? Ah, we can't. It, ah, we
0: can't hear you, die.
1: Probably when the phone went out. I hate
0: when that happens on this app because when if if one mistake happens with my mic, I have to refresh my whole thing because like there's there's not a way to get your sound back. I don't know how it works. I don't even. Now nah, you got Hear you, dog. It's all if you got it. It's all good. Damn, he had a bar too. He's about to say. He was like, he had the numbers. He's like, hey, Lamar Jackson, best quarterback in fucking playoffs. He's about to give you some real game. I can say, yeah, yeah. All right, we we start we got thanks to Doc jumping on
1: Doc jumped on right out the gate with us. Uh we we didn't get to the rundown. Let's get to the quote of the day. Let's get to everything. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag use the promo code believe BLEAV get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. NBA is raving up, got the 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 Seeding is – the the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs, Mitty. (laughs) Can't wait to break that down. Um, We're going to get into it. Bet online where the game starts. Go bet on basketball right now. You got spring training, uh, Major League Baseball coming around the corner, and we got the spring league, the UFL, XFL, USFL combination. Uh, You can bet on all those things using BetOnline.ag. Plus, NFL playoffs, of course, are front and center with NHL um as well all right so quote of the day let's get to it be regular and ordinary in your life big smitty so that you may be violent and original in your work
0: say that one more time please people don't get like the person
1: that can treat people on the street like with some humility nice cordial I want you to think I'm soft. I want you to think I'm this or I'm that, and then they trip out when they're like, "Damn, this motherfucker crazy coaching." (laughs) Because in my, I'm original and violent when I work. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. how I earn my keep, my money. I get players scholarships. I get guys to the NFL. I get coaches jobs. I help others do that shit. Mm -hmm. The best O lineman ever that I've ever coached. And old linemen usually are this way. or You would be like, damn, big old teddy bear off the court, nice, helping kids do community work. Doo-doo-doo. And then on the field, like, you better blow the whistle. That mother rip your face off. And that's how I grew up, Bigsman. I grew up with gangsters who used to sit in the front row in class wearing reading glasses and had 4.0s. And cats are like, damn, I'm going to At night, he's drawing his initials on your forehead with it, your own blood.
0: <laughs> that's a true story by the way so i I'm, know it was it was so specific that i feel like you you knew what you was what you were saying like <laughs> i'm just trying to say don't judge a book by its cover and don't let the smooth taste fool you so uh, real quick how quick? so you said like the people in the chat who see me smiling and joking they don't know who i really am I, 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 who knows i might not it's be. different with you though we they know uh, yourself. are Okay. All right, contrary to belief, uh, brought
1: to you by Prize <laughs> Picks. Head on over to prizepix.com. Um, Big Smitty, all limitations are self-imposed, contrary to belief. <laughs> mm. All limitations are self-imposed. Unless you're born like a quadriplegic or some, some un- unfortunate health issue. And I've even seen people beat that nowadays. You know, you you got these people playing hoops in in a wheelchair and and dudes with no arms cooking. Like, it's crazy, right? People like mine is like, fuck, I'm stronger than my disability. Well, I truly believe all limitations are self-imposed. Contrary to belief, choices should reflect hope, not fear. Mm. Contrary to belief. If you're not optimistic when you wake up and make your bed, as Smitty does now every day, because I told him he should and he does now,
3: <laughs>
1: he's become a better man since doing so also. Um, choices should reflect hope as you get up, dog, and be optimistic.
0: Yeah, that's how I am. Police.
1: Life is not a problem, Smitty, to be solved, but a reality to be experienced.
4: <laughs>
0: you dropped her on so you gotta slow down you dropped to too many of them today like i don't you ain't never came on the show and had three four just bang bang, bang life bang. is not a problem to be solved but
1: a reality to be experienced so just live life is what you're saying just live Yeah, live life, no, life is about hands-on experience i tell you people all the time a diploma and a degree is the biggest waste of paper ever printed hmm you can't go tell me how to do a work, a job. I got a bachelor's degree in uh, science. I'll really go weld this fucking piece of uh, metal right here to save this boat from sinking, motherfucker. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: mm. Well, the buoyancy of the O2 oxygen, we just died. Thanks.
0: But don't do that, motherfucker. Just, 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 just cause you, just cause you grew up from the hands-on, you know, change your oil, generate. That's great. We need those people too. But you also need this. And my generation has, has a lot of these engineers who know how to hack into some shit, how to code some shit, how to make your life more efficient, more you know, more easier. There's certain things with the internet and, and Google Drive and Google Docs and little simple stuff that's simple to me. That someone at your older age is sixty-two it, it's it's a little more complicated for you. So, like, we need each other. Can we agree to that, JB? We need the old heads who are hands-on, aggressive, all in your hand, your lungs all fucked up from working in bad environments. You need the young guys who are, hey, 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 brainiacs on that internet. I'm trying to figure out, I'm,
1: I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to okay. think okay. about it. Think about it, think about it. Take your time, take your time. Take a moment of silence to think about what Smitty just said. I'm trying to think about what I need Smitty's generation for. Where I can't survive today. So let me think. Can I get my own groceries? Yep. So I don't need Uber Eats. You um, can. You can. And I get can I change my oil, my brakes, my tires, my oil filter, my tongue? I can even drop a transmission if I had to. Yes, I don't need Smitty generation for that. Um Internet. How about the internet? I can drink out of a water hose and not fear being like sick or soft or Ooh, yucky. <laughs> Uh, so I could do that. I do uh, don't too. need his generation for that.
0: that I
1: can experience Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Kobe and nope. LeBron. Nope, and you can't. Nope. Good assessment on those people. So I don't need his. I don't need his help for that. Trying to figure out what I need Smitty's generation for. Oh, Easy. I got it. Gotta be baby shit soft. I guess I could get that from you, so I could maybe cater to
0: the made up humans. <laughs> we showed y'all. You know what? My generation, we got number of hustlers though, and I we got real businessmen, businesswomen, uh, entrepreneurs. Your generation did exactly what your parents and grandparents said. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Jason, go go run go run five miles and come back after. Jason, go go uh, jump off the roof. Jason. Yes, ma'am, ma'am. Your generation, y'all do whatever your parents said. My generation, we're going to question certain things because we want to learn. We want to improve. We want to make better. We got real hustlers and doers. my Golly, golly. If this ain't the most racist show in America, if this ain't the most racist show in America, man, <laughs> Bailey's officially team white. It's officially done because I know Bailey made. It.
1: I was like, "Is that really my body?" But it's not. But I got that polo shirt. I was tripping, Bailey. I was tripping on that. Now that dude's uh, skin, that dude's like skinnier Smithy than you. So he's a young baby. Coddle him, right? You know, rock the baby. Twenty nine. Shout out to Six Feet. Going to turn the big three zero this week. Make sure Friday better be crazy super chats so I can give him
0: his, his one percent. I mean, like, it. I need mean, ten rocks on Friday, Jay. We need like ten thousand on Friday. <laughs> Hey,
1: I don't know, man. Now, I couldn't do that with Keith. I couldn't coddle Keith. <laughs> Keith's fat ass titties would be on my kneecaps. So, look, Big City, I got to ask you something.
0: So, let's get the show started real quick. Uh, get it started? It's 45 minutes in, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, here come fucking Steve Kim. Here comes fucking the Tank. Here comes fucking. <laughs> Damn. Hey,
1: shit go by fast. We got a lot to break down, Big Smitty. Don't uh, break it
0: down. Two, two minutes of pop. Boom. All right, boom, Dak boom,
1: Prescott boom. and McCarthy have to go. They're on the they're on this thumbnail today. They're on the thumbnail. It, 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 it's, it's Dak Prescott, McCarthy, the Cowboys are nachos. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield has the same amount of playoff wins that Dak Prescott has, Big Smitty. Mm. Mm, mm, so mm. I'm just trying to figure out. Why wouldn't they have to go? (laughs) You just saw a dude win his second playoff game last night with his third, fourth team. And this dude's been paid two times, two major contracts, about to get a major, highest paid quarterback in the NFL for some reason. I don't understand why. I still don't get why we're trying to pay Dak Prescott. I really, truly don't. But anyway. Does he have to go? Does McCarthy have to go? Which one is it? But before you answer, we didn't do this. Poll question. Got to ask you and everybody in the chat. This Eagles team is the biggest disappointment in recent history. True or false? Poll question. This Eagles team is the biggest disappointment. They started 10-1 and 1 after going to a Super Bowl one play away from winning it to doing what you just saw last night, looking atrocious. And I can't wait to break this game down because I have a lot to say. But is this Eagles team the biggest disappointment in recent history? Um
0: they might be, but shit, the Cowboys right there. I know the Eagles won Super Bowl last year, so we're gonna put them on a higher pedestal. But the Cowboys are one of the best teams in lead this year as well. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's you go either way, either way with that, man. I guess you give the Eagles the edge because of last year's success. But God, man. It's just been a weird season overall. But non, nah, Eagles very, very disappointing. But going back to your original topic, before I, I lose track of that, Mike McCarthy should him and Dak be let go? Yes, they should. I don't think Mike is a bad coach. He's won 12 games in the last three regular seasons, which is very hard to do, and it it, it takes good coaching to do that. But we all know that it, at the end of the day, it comes down to the playoffs, and what do you do in the playoffs? And you can't have a great regular season and then get knocked out in the wild card. You know, like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It, it, it's almost it's like a waste of a regular season. You get home field advantage. You're 16 and 0 and the entire. You know, you haven't lost at the of all year long you go out here and you lay an egg the guys came out there look they look unmotivated no one played hard defense played soft i gotta put that on the head coach from a standpoint of preparing your guys making sure they're ready on the flip side we're talking about dak prescott Dak's out here going he went back to last year's version of Dak. Dak had arguably his best season this year and then the playoff game comes he goes back to Dak of old or the deck that we see in big games he throws picks through a pick six he's staring down cd lamb trying to force throws He looked shook, and if I'm Jerry Jones, how can I motivate or talk talk to the Cowboys nation in Dallas and make them be true believers in this team moving forward if I'm bringing back the exact same head coach and the exact same quarterback? When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Dak Prescott is a good regular season quarterback, and he is average to below average when it matters the most. You cannot get to a NFC championship game let alone a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott as your quarterback. Move on from
1: him. Really? He finally said that.
2: Huh? I've been saying that for shit.
0: How long? Why are you take
1: my laugh? Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: my laugh, but um <laughs>
0: Shout uh, out to Eddie Manyweather, man. He sent you that message and, and ain't did nothing or said nothing since then. Like he just, he just, like he might not be on our show no more. Is he? Is he not been here in two days? No, I haven't seen him. I mean, maybe he's watching. He's just not sending any comments. But I haven't seen this man at all. I'm not gonna lie to you. All right, so.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know when people are gonna. When, when is somebody gonna just say, "JB, you're you're the QB whisper. You've been right about Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa, What? Kat, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, uh, Derek Carr. I mean, when am I gonna like? I want to eat crow, big spinning. I'm hungry for bird. I want to eat crow on the show.
0: Okay.
1: I want to try crow, like. When can I try crow? That shit good too. I wanna eat crow. I wanna right. say. Man, I was wrong about fucking Lamar. But I can't be wrong. I'm never gonna be wrong. He's you, never gonna be the guy. It's too late. <laughs>
0: You're gonna eat a big ass
3: fucking crow. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Oh, we need a sound effect or something. We need something for that. We play something. You slap slapdick pretty Why much. Why you call me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across <laughs> your face. <laughs>
1: That's your
0: sound effect,
1: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> he said DC for life. Dallas Cowboys for life.
1: Oh, my God. Touchdown! I mean, whatever we want to do. Eddie's in the building. Eddie, Really? Did you muster up the courage to drop your nutsack and come in here with the big boys and say, JB, you were right again?
0: (laughs) And and Eddie. And and Eddie, man. Shout out to Eddie Miniweather, man. I knew, I had a feeling he was watching the show behind the scenes, just didn't want to send no comments because he wants to go at him, though. But I respect the man for standing on his own and, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 hey, and doing it that way. Look, Look Who's calling
1: said, me? Can I can I come out? I'm gonna eat crow on one thing, but I really don't eat crow on this because I think it's comical because I'm not a better at all. I just like talk. I give you real analytics and shit, like real breakdowns. Let me not, not, not let me back up. Not analytics. I give you real breakdowns on why certain teams can do what. Yeah. But you know, I'm never gonna win uh, in the betting world because I can't bet pussy players. I, I can't Ooh. bet them. that too soft for me. I never. You Like, Jeff Nadeau's finally realizing, too. He's like, this shit's crazy, man. You can't bet it no more because you don't know, like, who's really in, who's really trying to play. You You see the tackling, right? You saw how pussy soft this tackling was last night, right? Like, come on, man. Seriously. Did
0: now, you, people, you know people reach in? They not they lead, they uh, they're not bringing a lead. they're not hey. saying this for how long? About a couple years, but, but no, anyway, I, I think I think it's the, it's, the, it's the rules, though. I don't think players are literally soft. I really don't believe it. I, I, well, I think that get, we, got,
1: we got that on the topic. We're gonna get to it. I, I just so for you, if you can only have one, you can only take one who goes in Dallas, one or the other, Dak or McCarthy. You can't get rid of both of them. Who does Smitty get rid of today? Let's say all things are good. You can make that go away and get that money and save that cap. So that's the only reason you can the only way you can make it happen, by the way. So you have to make account for that. Do you get like first of all? Let's just look at the history of this. <clears throat>
0: okay. Dax had how many head coaches? I got one, two, three, four, five. He had a lot of coaches. Jason Garrett. Oh, what's changed?
1: Has he – uh, I mean, is it the coach or the quarterback?
0: I mean, he's had five chances. Well, you answering the question right, right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, He's yeah. had five chances, by the it, way. In flip, reality, I think, I think he's only had two coaches, too. I think Jason Garrett was there for a long time and then – Flip side, though. Flip the coin. The guy
1: that you want to fire, coach – MVP Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and basically gave Dak Prescott his best NFL season this year when Kellen Moore left.
0: McCarthy got one of these on his finger at the end of the day. At the end of the day, McCarthy got one of these. I mean,
1: I'm just saying, is is it McCarthy uh, or is it Dak? Maybe you get rid of the wrong people. Maybe we pay the wrong people. Maybe we start to look at these overpaid-ass hype quarterbacks that I've been talking about for four years. But what do I know? Um. All right, Buffalo wins in decisive fashion, Big Schmitty. Um, making my point, I went 0-6 in my predictions, and hey, I don't give a fuck. Honey. I went 0-6, homie. Guess what? I lost a few. I lost a few, hundred, But you know what?
0: Scared money don't make money. We love losing money on this show, hey, baby. I'm going to
1: hit one day. I'm going to be like, what JB at
0: like the motherfucker? I don't know. The motherfucker hit though. He hit that one time. But at that point, you would have have already lost two hundred thousand dollars in your route to getting to that point. So you really yeah, made nothing. T- I hit hundred mil though.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh,
1: Hey, that's why I be like this.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, so Josh Allen. I, I listen. I don't know if it's respect for the for the. I I don't know what to say. How to start? <laughs> take your time. Take your time. I don't respect bitch play. I don't respect bitch made acts. Sam Howell, I think, was the quarterback that did the fake slide a couple of years ago in a bowl game, um, in college. Um. Then last night, Josh Allen did a fake slide. I'm disappointed in a Juco companion to fake a slide. So, Patrick Mahomes is the biggest whiny baby in the league. We agree. Do we agree that he's the biggest crybaby for not getting a flag or a hit on him or whatever? Patrick Mahomes is number one, right? Yeah,
0: for, yeah I would think
1: I so. I think Josh Allen's number two. Mm. They have yeah. a lot of the same mannerisms. I'm just going to be real with you. They both complain. They both are on the ground after a slide like, this. where's the flag? For you to fake slide... Get hit. Get a fin- penalty was thrown on the hit. By the way, when he did slide, right? Yeah. So he slid. He got hit, and then he 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 demanded to see what I'm saying. You can't. How are we coaching this? I, I mean, how dog? There's so much to dive into. I, I I'm gonna leave it for for Tank and Steve and and Matt. But I gotta ask you. how are you going to slide, get hit, and then do a fake slide and score, and then the defense is supposed to be able to figure this out? I I don't understand. It's like it's a cheat
0: code, basically, and he's just taking advantage of it. To me, it's almost like – When
1: is one of them going to take a shot at him? Like Patrick Queen said on this show, he's like, some of us still are out here banging. Some of us aren't because of the scared tactic of the league giving us fines and so forth.
0: But when is somebody just going to say, Kareem Jackson – I about, I say Kareem Jackson, but you see how he's been blackballed and missed the rest of the year. So it's like people don't want to do that. you losing it, you lose that shit. This is their livelihood. Like we, we watch to enter be entertained. When I talk to NFL guys, to my homie Sheldon, Hey, where you at, bro? I'm at work. That's what that's how that like that's what how they label it. We, we look at his entertainment. So my point is, these guys can't just get fired or suspended and lose. Like imagine if Fox said, Hey, Darnell, you know, you're done for the rest of the football season, no checks. Oh, it's gonna be some serious bit. So my point is, players ain't about to take no risky hits because they can't afford that. As much as they would want to, they can't. And then now we have like a lot of the older generation calling my generation soft. When again, it's not us; it's the rules. We just can't do it. It's not like we just want to not like we, we want to hit. My, my, my argument is.
1: to you, and my my I agree with that part of the the rules, but I I don't think we just put the rules in place for no reason. Because if I those should, rules,
0: and, no, my fault, my fault. Go ahead, no, no, go ahead. no, you're
1: good. I'm just saying if those rules were put in place in my era, there's no way that we're not fighting it and sitting out or protesting or something. And it ain't going to go down. I think the rules are in place because your generation has allowed it to be in place and be and are happy with it and being in place. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take 200 million and not have
0: to get banged? <laughs> uh what? Well, from the offensive side, for sure. I think the offensive players, they love the rules. But I know the defensive players don't. But it's like, what do you do? At the end of the day, we know this is big business. And we have a lot of mothers. And this is kind of, we kind of getting deep into it. But a lot of these mothers, and this starts at the little league level, they don't understand the sport. They're trying to ban tackling football here in L.A., here in Cali, excuse me. And this has been going on for years, though. The mothers, they don't understand the game of football and all the full benefits. That provides, they just don't want their kids being hurt. So what that does is it just starts a whole thing that trickles really up to college, to NFL, and then you start seeing concussions. You start hearing about CTE. A whole movie came out about CTE. You got some play. You got uh, you know, uh, players that, that that have died and they're tailoring that because of t- two concussions. Now a lot of pressure is getting pushed on the, the league and Roger Goodell. And his and his brands and his sponsors and money. So now he's like, okay, what can we do to make sure we don't lose viewership? We don't lose money. What can we do from a semantic standpoint that makes it look like we actually care about the player's well-being? Well, all right, let's do let's add the helmet condoms. Let's um remove this, let's remove that, let's remove this. And it it sounds good from a public standpoint. It's like, okay, they're trying to help make the game safer, but you can't make a a violent game safe. You can't make boxing safe. You can't make UFC safe. And you can't make football safe. You're actually making it more dangerous because players don't know what to do. And now when you're going full speed and you got to just stop and and you're guessing, that's how you tear your knee up, your ankle up. That's how you get ran over. We were taught our entire lives on the football field, do everything 100 miles per hour. If you make a mistake, do it 100 miles per hour. That's how you prevent injury. As counterintuitive as that may sound, it makes sense. It's almost like you're driving on a highway. Like, I was always taught, go with the flow of traffic. If you're going fucking 35, everybody's going 70, you, you're liable to get in an accident because it just don't make – you're not in the flow. That's what's going on right now in the football field. And I just think it's deeper than just the NFL. Was going from little league to middle school to high school, college, and now it's the whole football world is being um, affected by this, man. And from a deep as a play Pat, – Patrick crazy.
1: Mahomes takes full advantage of knowing that he ain't going to get hit. And if yes. you notice, if you watch him, when he does his runs, ball, when he's doing this stupid shit, when he runs, he'll take five extra tippy toes down the sideline because he knows the dude ain't hitting him. And, he, and it's so chicken shit to me. Allen's doing a lot of the same shit. They both are kind of doing the same shit. They've been doing the same shit kind of for two, three years. We we give Josh a pass more or less because he's the more physical imposing runner. And people think, oh, this guy, you know, but at the same time he's doing chicken shit shit like I saw last night. I don't like I don't respect that shit, man. I be a freak if you're going to run through people, run through people all the time and I'm just like I don't get where we are. It, I'm a quarterback. I played it, I coach it. I coach everything. I'm not ever going to go on one side or the other. Like it is straight up impossible to play defense. It is and it's Really chicken shit. It's ruining the game. Like, I don't I don't want to see this shit. Like, it's un, how you can't hit the quarterback high, you can't hit him low. Then you gotta rest him in your you gotta fucking hold him like I hold Smitty. You gotta do all these different things. Like it's impossible to play football now. So that's why the competitiveness, competitiveness, has been taken out. Yeah. That I spoke about with Whitlock yesterday on his show. There's no Major competitive edge no more. Smitty and I argue on text during the Micah Parsons exit in the game because he was hurt, and then he ran back out because he was okay. Cats didn't leave the game because they had a little hiccup on their little face mask hit my arm. I wasn't missing one play. He clearly wasn't injured because he ran back out two plays later. That is what I mean by playing through some little bit of adversity and toughness. Like, come on, man. He clearly was not injured. He was hurt. and. You sure won a lot of money. You sure went on a podcast yesterday about the motherfucking talking about your own D
0: coordinator again. Like, listen, that's a whole nother discussion, but <laughs> real quick though before I forget I lose train of thought. It's although like I, we both agree we don't like the fact that you're fake sliding and, and you're as a quarterback and you're using those rules to your advantage. But as a from a player standpoint, shouldn't you use the rules to your advantage? Even as shitty as they are. Why not use the rules to your advantage if you know it's going to help you win? At the end of the day, we got to win.
1: I don't think you could play like that though, and be and have the pro. The problem I'm, to your point is that that's what the leagues become—a horrible product. The most entertaining product ever has become what we're seeing now, where. It's more and more people like JV talking nowadays, though, Smitty. Have we noticed? If we've noticed, I was by myself. I was on the fucking sun by myself looking down. Like, everybody thought I was crazy. I'm on the sun. I'm on the sun. (laughs) Uh, Motherfuckers are like, how is he up there? He's the only one willing to go up there. And now, Whitlock jumped on. Fucking Steve Kim jumping on. Steve Kim like, damn, JV should get an award for predicting this shit three years ago. I'm trying to figure out why more people are starting to see the league becoming what I've said three years ago. I told them three years ago on this show, when I started this going to be an unwatchable sport in, in within 10 years. Well, we're three years into when I said that and we're seven years away. Sure. looks like it's trending that way. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't believe that they don't, I'm going to ask tank, but I wouldn't be shocked if this doesn't go like, I, I can't believe it will become flag football, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do something specific with the quarterback, or something specific with something in the game to where it's just unwatchable, dog. I, I don't get it. I don't understand how they're making money. I really don't. I don't. I don't. i understand. mean, no
0: switch to thud on the quarterback. I think that's I, that I, might I just happen.
1: Don't see, I, I don't get that's, it, dog. I really <laughs> don't. Like what? I don't get why though, Smitty. I mean, we got so much to talk about. We're, we got so many guests on today. We, I don't know how we're gonna get through it. But I just don't get how we're in a multi billion dollar industry and we're still without a lot of superstars. If you haven't noticed, the quarterback position is missing a lot of stars because of what? Injuries. And yet you still want to make it softer. Guess what? You've made it softer. We have the most injuries of all time in a softer league with more rules. And you still are without your franchise guys like Deshaun Watson and all these Aaron Rodgers and all these quarterbacks sitting out. And you're still making it softer. I don't get it. Right. Let's move on. The Bucks smoked the Eagles. Is Sirianni done? Matt, thanks a lot, Bailey, for just throwing him in so I know who the fuck's in the show. Uh, hey, Matt, what's up? Thanks for coming on.
0: What's up, McChesney?
4: How's everybody doing this morning? Happy Tuesday.
1: Happy Tuesday. Good. Nick Sirianni, fire him or no?
4: He's got to go, bro. There's something wrong. There's definitely a problem in Philly, and I I mean, it's it's crazy how many coaches are on turnover right now. But, bro, there's a disconnect. There's something going on in Philadelphia that is bigger than just coaching. Like that, that's there's some definite problems. People are pissed off. Players are angry. The scheme doesn't seem to be working. Jalen Hurts looks disconnected point in case the defense doesn't look like it's playing very hard jason kelsey yeah retired this morning and you know first ballot hall of fame right there best of luck 62 in his future endeavors that's a bad man so they're gonna have some changeover and some turnover in philadelphia i don't know how you keep him i don't know how you do especially with billichick out there you know like if you want to keep bill out of out of uh dallas Fire Siri on today and go hire Belichick and roll because I think Belichick's a better fit in Philly than he is in Dallas. Uh-huh. I don't know how you deal. I don't know how you go and deal with Jerry Jones in Dallas. Yeah, I think he told his o line coach right there that he's
1: retiring. I saw. I read his lips last night and I posted on Twitter because I I'm pretty guaranteed. I would bet my house that he told him right there I'm done.
4: Yeah, that's what I was uh, saying last night too. And I was watching. I was like, and yeah, Matt, you, you and I
1: know this. this. That's the first guy you do go to. If yeah. I was a quarterback, I'm going to my guy. If I'm the O-line, I'm going to my O-line coach, who's a well-respected one at that in Philly. But obviously, Jason respects the hell out of, obviously. Is being, he is a great O-line coach. Uh, been right. doing it for 36 years, I believe, in the league. Um, Damn. I think Jason was going to him and said, I'm done. Because you saw the O-line coach looking like.
4: You're done? No, I'll be done. I got to break in a
1: rookie center? No. Right. <laughs> well, no. No. I think he looked at him too. Also, like, I feel you, dog. Because <laughs> this thing is fucked up in this locker room. Let me just tell you.
0: Hey, he might say. He might say. Hey, I might be going with you. I'm, I'm he, gone with
1: you. He is. I, I, I bet he is. I, I said three months ago that AJ Brown is a, is a huge issue on this roster. I told everybody on this, uh, you know, on the show. I've been telling a lot of people. Everybody was like, Nah, nah, nah. And then I've also said Jalen Hurts would regress, which he has. And then I was saying the same thing about. There's more to it than just AJ Brown. I think Jalen has something to do with it because I don't see Goddard getting into it with Jalen. I, I listen. It's not a white or black thing, Matt. But you know, when do tight ends really go bark back at the star quarterback? I I don't really see that too often. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking when I saw that, I'm like, why the fuck is that happening? Something's going on here that I uh, that Sirianni clearly has not nipped in the butt. And it's yeah. much more than just an AJ Brown deleting his social media tags from from the Phillies and and not being at the game, which I think's chicken shit. Uh, all these different things, but it's obviously starts at the top. And if that's one year removed from a Super Bowl, one play away from winning a Super Bowl. And now it is just that quick in the NFL, Matt. It can go away. And now you're looking to rebuild a team that is really decimated up front on D-line, which I said before the year. I said losing Hargrave to to the Niners is going to shock a lot of people. You guys are loving Jalen Carter and all this shit. But I said I've never seen an old Fletcher Cox take on two young rookies and teach them, hey, guess what? When we take on the double right here, you got to make sure you keep our backers free. Guess what? Those young cats don't understand that shit. And it clearly showed throughout the season because they did not have a good D-line to get to the quarterback without pressure. And their secondary was a fucking atrocious when I said losing Gardner is going to be huge to the Lions. And guess what? Their secondary was atrocious because Baker Mayfield, let's just be honest, had a great. has had a good year, but he's not fucking Joe Montana back there, he dissected the shit out of that defense last night, and that's that to me was crazy. So I don't know, man. I just don't know where they go. Um, but I, it's hard to fire a guy one year removed from a Super Bowl. But but if it is the, the as bad as Matt and I think, then I don't know if you have another choice.
4: You got to strike while well, the iron's hot here too. You've got coaching candidates out there that are viable and better. Period. So. You can't just, you can't sit around and sit on your hands and go, okay, well, because of what Sirianni did last year, we're going to keep him around for next year. Like, what about this year? So, I, look, Bill Belichick obviously is the crown jewel out here. He wants to keep coaching, you know, I wonder, like, would Harbaugh be a good fit in Philadelphia? Would Harbaugh be a good fit in Dallas? The Dallas problem is Jerry Jones. Philadelphia doesn't have to deal with that. Their owner's pretty hands-off and just provides opportunity. So if I'm Belichick, I'm probably leaning towards Philadelphia more than Dallas. Like Dallas would be a major pain in the ass. And then, you know, there's going to be a lot of turnover, man. And just, just think about this too. Like, what happens if the Chiefs lose to Buffalo and Andy Reid decides that he's had enough and he's he retires? Like, oh, well, what, what? Or what happens if if Kansas City beats Buffalo and then they fire McDermott and then all of a sudden that job opens? So, like, is Bill? What, Chief- what, ha- what happens if this guy leaves? Mike, you have a year left on yeah. your contract. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see Tomlin leaving, but again. If he does, there's another awesome opportunity that opens. So That motherfucker left, and he said, fuck you. I don't want to hear nothing from you. I I respect uh,
1: the shit out of Tomlin. Here's the thing. I've heard from people. I know Weddle has mentioned to me from the people that know some things that he is really contemplating on stepping down, at least take a year off with the fam bam or whatever. I I think I could see him kind of being burnt out from this, I mean, the Pickens and the Deontay Johnson and the crazy shit he's had to deal with after AB had put a hair, you know, probably that was probably 10 years off his life dealing with him. Like, (laughs) how do you go? You know what I'm saying? I would not be shocked if he's another guy out there either takes a year off or just wants a refresh. I don't know. Um, But Belichick interviewed yesterday with the Falcons. Um, there's a lot of social media jokes being put out there that he interviewed for three hours and 28 minutes because of (laughs) obviously the game. Um, do you like this fit or no? I, I let me just tell you before you answer, I don't like it from my point of view for the fact that they don't have a quarterback. I don't know if Bill wants to start over. This is not a rebuilding Bill Belichick. He's not in Cleveland at 45 years old. This is 71 year old Bill Belichick. I think he has to have a ready-made roster like a Chargers or, you know, I I don't know if Falcons are are something for him unless he wants to go warmer weather and NFC. I don't know, but do you think it's a fit?
4: Um, Or is anybody
1: everybody's a fit for him because he's the goat? I don't know.
4: Well, if he, it depends. Does he what? Does he look at the division and go? The AFC or the NFC South is garbage and I can go destroy the division the same way I did when I was with the AFC East and I destroyed that division, which was terrible. Um, that's one thing. Maybe that's what he's looking at. Uh, he's got to have a quarterback, though. You can't go to Atlanta quarterbackless. I mean, it, Desmond Ritter and Hick, 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 Hickaby. Stenum? I'm not him. Who they got? Uh. uh tyler heineke heineke Heineke. yeah we got that kid that that, those two are gonna work so uh, i mean it's if arthur blank wants to open up the the coffers and go just fucking break bill belichick off like 150 million then okay he'll probably listen but i don't i don't know man that's a pretty that's that's like in Major League where they call Lou Brown and they're, he's like, Tire World. And they're like, hey, Lou, would you like to come down and coach the Indians this year? And he's like, well, I don't know. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. Like, it's it's not that alluring of a job for the GOAT, man. It's kind of like a eh, Atlanta. Eh. All right, let me
1: ask you, Matt, just – I'm just sitting here thinking, listening to you because we don't ever talk before the show and we do not I don't talk to Smitty, I don't talk to Matt, I don't talk to anybody. So, I gotta ask you, are we trying to win Super Bowls within every organization year to year? I guess that's a question, correct? Aren't we, as owners and GMs? That's the goal. Okay, that's the goal. So, let's move our discussion to South Beach, to Miami. Is it a mcdaniel issue is it a tua issue is it a combo of both and would miami ever make a splash move and go get a coach that is like a pete carroll jim harbaugh or a belichick because you got some issues there too you got all this flash fancy equipment on offense you had a horribly injured defense, obviously, that played Kansas City. So you have some pieces on defense. The roster's pretty good in Miami. I think we'd agree. I don't know if two is the guy to get you over the hump like Dak and, and Dallas. I think they're the same as far as DNA and makeup. But definitely, I don't believe in the the Mike Dan- McDaniel guy. I just don't. So we're, if we're trying to win Super Bowl every year, to my question, aren't we trying to find ways to get the best combo quarterback head coach on every team right now? And,
4: would Miami be in that conversation? I, I like McDaniel. I think he's the perfect dash of weirdo. Um, I he, he's a good offensive mind. I like how he can relate to the players. I, I kind of dig, you know, the the way that he approaches things. Yeah, has he struggled at times? Yeah, he's learning at, as a first-time head coach as well. He's made the playoffs both years, but they haven't had home playoff games, and they lost in Buffalo, and then they went and got you know beat up in Kansas City. So. They need a home playoff game, but they need a quarterback. I mean, I just – I don't see Tua being the guy. I mean, he can get you there, but he can't take you any further. He's not going to win you anything. He'll game manage the shit out of a game and, like, put you in a position to beat a bad team. But, you know, like – He's
3: not freaky enough,
4: right? He's not freakish enough athletically. I don't think he's – I don't just don't think he's – good enough, like a full spectrum as a quarterback to take that next step. He's got all the pieces in the world. He's got dudes everywhere, a great system. And it seems to me that he shrivels when he plays good teams. Like when they play Kansas City and and Frankfurt did not play well. When, you know, when, when they, when they play Buffalo notoriously, he doesn't play well. When it's a nut game, when they went to Baltimore, they got fucking ran. He did not play well. So I I look at it as, okay, if you're Miami and you've got all this draft capital and you got Tua coming up on his contract and he's going to be demanding a huge number, maybe, maybe Tua Tunga-Vailoa and their first rounder trade bait this year and they can get rid of him and he can go get paid by somebody else, maybe Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like Man, Tua, imagine
0: Kirk Cousins I, I like Kirk Cousins in Miami I know Kirk isn't yeah. like some fucking amazing but I like him better than Tua personally
4: well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a more veteran fit and he, I mean he's, he's more expensive but he is also not because Tua is going to demand such a, a huge right. number in a five year clip you can get Kirk on a one year deal if you want to so yep. I mean, hey, let, look, let, me, let
1: me dive into this Tua thing with you like what you're saying I think is what I'm saying Great as ass if you play in the snow, and I just want to break down the, to the, the components to, to Smitty's point. Okay, we're in a league where, you know, the quarterback's evolved and you got to figure out how to play with the athletic guy, whatever, right? He doesn't fit that mold. You play in a snow game and on an ice field where the, the field is basically cement Um, in Kansas City the other day. And and then the coach combination of, with the coach who boot waggles him to his right from the right hash as a left-handed quarterback, which was genius. No, it wasn't. He he incompleted every ball that way. Um, he's not the freak of nature you need like Josh Allen or Lamar or something to get you out of trouble in a cold weather game in December or January. I don't know if he's. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have the well-rounded guy to Smitty's point to get you over that hump. I don't know if that's the guy and I don't know if you can ever win a game and you're going to end up playing in Baltimore, Kansas city. It used to be new England, uh, some cold weather place. Miami long, just yeah. don't fit the mill to
0: me. Trudy. No, nah, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I just, it's tough, man. One it's been what two years since, since like, you know, McDaniel has been there. So I think again, we live in this microwave society. What have you done for me lately? The standard for Miami for a long time has, has just been like, can we just at least get to the playoffs? He has done that for two years straight. Now it's like, okay, how can we get to the next step? And we're wanting the next step to happen right now, AFC Championship. It's like, well, hold on, like, it's a process, you know what I'm saying? So let's say next year they go out there and they and they, you know, win win a playoff game or make or make it to the AFC Championship and then lose for for Miami Dolphins and where they've been at for recent years, more than recent years. I would look at that as, as a win for their franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like Super Bowls, everybody can't go to Super Bowl. It's two teams at the, at the end of the day. So, like, every single year, we have a lot of really good to great teams who lose and fall short. It's only two teams. So, I think the progress that Miami has had has been pre- like pretty incredible, I think, Uh, the the pieces that that they've been able to bring in, what McDaniel has done the last couple of years, bringing Tua's confidence up. We know Tua's not amazing, but I do feel like Mike McDaniel has brought out the best version of whatever Tua's going to be. I feel like he's brought that out. So I just think that they are on the right path. I just think we got to give them a little bit more time and maybe beef up the rest of the the, the defense, the the, the other pieces to make Tua's job strictly just a manager. Make it to where, hey, just don't fuck it up, and we'll be good to go.
1: Let me let me ask you, though. Do you want Sirianni fired or not?
0: Do I want Sirianni? Yeah. You asking me or Matt? Smitty. I'm, yeah. I, I, I feel like how they lost, who they lost to. But you're contradicting say, yeah. yourself.
1: I'm just trying to be clear so we don't
0: look. I don't care. I don't care how no, we look are the same. They've been there the same
1: amount of time. This guy went to a Super Bowl. You want him fired, but not McDaniel?
0: No, no. But again, I think it's a different scenario, though. Like yeah. they they went in. They they lost against a a Baker's Bucks team that they were clearly supposed to be better than and beat. Not only they lose, they got their ass beat against a worse team. Like that's not what are you talking about. That's the situation. The on the flip side, my yeah, my Miami lost against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the, I what the the you mean? It's loaded, dude. I'm just saying they was won a Super Bowl last year. Like, he lost against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I, 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 don't. Maybe I'm tripping. and I can get how it can sound contradictory. I just don't look at both situations the exact well, same.
4: I don't look at any situation the same. way. Yeah, well. I don't either. I'm agree with Matt. I can't. You can't really. Whatever's going on in Philadelphia, you can't compare to what's going on in Miami. You can't compare to what's going on in Vegas or LA. Like,
0: right, right.
4: Every situation is different. So. You know the the situation with the owner in Miami is they love McDaniel's and they think they're on the right path, and they've got to figure out how to win at the end of the year to get a home playoff game. Philadelphia had home field advantage last year, made the Super Bowl was eleven and one, and then or ten and one and nose-dived and like damn near looked like a shell of themselves. Like, look, Miami got beat up and hurt. Philadelphia, AJ Brown got hurt, but was he really hurt, or was his ego hurt? Like, Mm. I I I don't know, man. That's a it's a really sticky situation on both sides. But I don't think Miami's going to move on from McDaniel's, and if they do, he'll be the hottest coaching commodity out there. He'll get a job in two seconds. But uh, I feel like Philly's declined.
0: Like the the season
4: went like this, yeah.
0: Where Miami's kind of just uh just still figuring it
4: out. They didn't get any better or any worse. They got hurt. And yeah. like, that's the thing is, I don't think Tua, I think they're just good enough to make the playoffs with Tua. And and they've got to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. And if he's really the dude, because he can't, he's not a, a freak athlete. He's a pocket passer. He's a lefty, you know, you got to change a lot of stuff for a lefty quarterback. He's got talent. No one's saying he doesn't. He's very efficient at times, Yeah, but he's also extremely inconsistent at the at the other time so all right let's transition before we got
1: to take a break and get out of here for for, we got two more guests on today i gotta ask you usc's caleb williams enters the draft officially after saying though that he wants confirmation that the bears trade justin fields (laughs) this guy has some brass balls on him let me tell you
4: who are you dog like who caleb your take on this? this Matt, go in, Matt. (laughs) I'm kind of disgusted about it, you know, but, but, you know, John Elway did this. Eli Manning did it. Why can't Caleb Williams do it? So, you know, like I, I, if I'm Caleb Williams, I don't want to go to Chicago either. Chicago's a shithole. They haven't had a 4,000-yard passer ever. The stadium is a, is a big steaming pile of crap and any Chicago Bear fan will tell you that. I know it's a soldier field is a, is a, like, it's a, a, sentimental place and shit, but it's not necessarily a very good football field. They need to dome their stadium in Chicago. I, I don't, I don't know. I think that Chicago is building something. But again, if you're Caleb Williams and you're looking at this from an, from an educated standpoint, which I hope he is, Eberflutes got extended for a year. I don't know why Chicago did that. Like start fresh with a new quarterback, new coach knew everything, because now if he struggles next year, you bring in Caleb Williams and then you fire the head coach who's automatically there developing Caleb Williams for a year. So unless they're not going to take Williams and they're going to go out and and trade the first pick for more draft capital, which they could get. I mean, they they got a king ransom in front of them. If they do this correctly, they got the 10th pick and the first pick. If that first pick is very, very coveted, they could squeeze two, three first round picks out of that and a player so you know if if that's the road they want to take then take it but I'm not mad at Caleb Williams I, I don't really like the kid I think he's kind of a prima donna bitch but at the same time this is the this is the this is the hammer that he's holding and he can swing it so swing it dog like you don't want to play in Chicago swing the hammer and set the table where you want to set it but I'll tell you this the other two guys that I mentioned that did it are you know, two-time Super Bowl winners and Hall of Famers. And one of them was named Manning and the other one's named Elway. And I understand that Elway was just a guy when he came out, but Manning wasn't. He's got a lineage. Caleb Williams is a great player, but he doesn't have the same kind of name recognition and clout that those two did coming out of high school, coming out of college. You know, John Elway was a great two-way player and generational talent. Caleb is a good football player. Don't get me wrong. But this generational talent shit that I'm hearing, I think it's far-fetched.
0: He better ball out. I'm glad you ended oh. your your statement with that, Max. Yeah. I'm with I, you. I, you. You know what? I agree
1: with the whole, you know, because Eli Manning did it in San Diego wanting to go to the Giants and want to go to, you know, go to, my, go to San Diego. We've seen it, but I think that This guy's had multiple things. I want ownership in a team. I want, I'm going to sit out last year and and not play my junior year. All these different things he keeps doing and saying, I think, has given everybody a more sour taste. Like, hey, you're not the guy yet. And you're sure one a lot for doing a little.
0: And I also think it's because of social media, though. It, it just is out there more. Listen, I wasn't alive or, or you know, when, when Elway was was doing it, but I'm sure if you flipped the papers open, there probably were some people coming at his head like, what the fuck, hey, how, hey, how, hey, how's, hey, how's this hey, young kid do? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it's easy to say it now, JB, but I'm sure. It is
4: by my dad, Jack Elway's the one doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was all there.
0: Right, so it's the, it's the same thing. But like you said, if he goes like him and balls out and he becomes everything that everyone says he he will be, we won't say a word. But if he goes Punch. out here and he's a bust, ooh wee!
4: Pressure on this kid, man. He better get his shit together and understand where he's going because yeah. the NFL is not fucking around. There. And I
0: don't know, Matt, if he has time to even have like a bad, like even a rookie year. I thought like he has to come out like on some you know, like, Joe Burrow type. Shit.
4: Go go nuts! Because yeah. because people have no and, and absolutely no patience with Caleb Williams, like <laughs> you know, and, and I'm one of them. I, I don't. I I don't have any patience. Like, if you're going to put yourself out there that you're that guy and you're him and all this other shit, then you got to go do it. You can't, like, what, you need about developmental year? We need to take you 25th and sit you behind somebody? CJ Stroud
0: didn't need no developmental year, so I don't want to hear that shit.
4: fucking beating the shit out of the NFL. He's ready. Now, Young, on the other hand, came in and shit all over himself and looks terrible. Yeah. Looks small, looks but Bryce flat, was
0: humble. Right. Bryce didn't come out here and say, I need to be. He just kind of been quiet, so that's why we're kind of giving him a little bit more time because it's because yep. of his demeanor. This guy's hey, about here. Like, on, um, working. you got the show today,
4: yeah? 10 o'clock. You guys coming on?
1: Yeah, you, we'll come on after the show. Okay. Send us the
4: link, yes,
1: sir. All right, I'm gonna take a break real quick. Steve Kim's next, we got Tank Johnson, uh, last. We got a loaded show today. Follow zero to 60 um, after this. Um, uh, peace. Hey, uh, take a break real quick. We got Steve Kim already in, um, and we'll take a – Oh, you want to go, Smitty?
0: I'm going to take number two.
1: Steve, did you hear this guy? Uh, Steve, give us three minutes. We'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. All right, give us three minutes. We'll be right back. What about Chris – Watson, is he go? Is he
5: a go for a chief? I think so. That team is sneaky. They legit sneaky. Like, they got weapons. Uh, between Wicks and Reed. Oh, and, 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 Dobbs. And, and, and Dobbs. And And they have Watson. They have both tight ends. They have Aaron Jones, who, when he's healthy, we saw it looks fantastic. Like, this.
0: Hold on, on looks, Doc. You're ooh. not talking about the, You're not telling me. You're not telling me what I think you're telling me, though, are you? You're not, you're not telling me at the... The Packers got the Cowboys, right? I know you're not telling me. that you think the Packers are about to go beat Dallas in Dallas? And there's no way you telling me that, Doc. I uh, let's see. I, if, if there's any upsets this weekend,
5: um, well, here, uh, here's the way I think it plays out. I think it goes Cleveland, okay. Kansas City, Buffalo. Although that game's going to be close.
0: Yeah.
5: Um, Tampa. Me too. Uh, this Detroit LA goes back and forth. I don't. This is gonna come down to who had the ball last. Toss up. Um, and then I'll I'll go with Stafford and Company. And
0: then I think Green Bay pulls up a massive upset against Dallas. Just, like, the internet will be shut down. Our our views on this show it's not might be 10, It's gonna be crazy. No, you're right. It hold on. It's is in Green, Green Bay? Bay. Oh, because they won the do- right? Oh. Am I right? Or am I wrong? No, it's in Dallas. It's in Dallas or is it. Hold on, hold on, no, timeout. out. Because Dallas. Who yeah, won yeah, division. Dallas and two seed. Yeah, well, Philly lost. Philly lost. So Cowboys won, yeah, won the USC. USC East, Right. So it is I in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know Cowboys are way better and, yeah. at home. They are away. it interesting I mean, I, to see. It's like one it's game, about. I think, at home this year. I, I
1: think if the, by seeding, though, the Rams would be the upset of pick of the week because of the seeding. But I think the Rams boat race Detroit, to
0: be honest. I think the Bucks was the upset of the week. Baker's been struggling the past couple weeks. He banged up. He had a rib injury.
5: He's got a knee injury. But the, um, but the Bucks are the higher seed. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks are the higher seed. But if you look at, I mean, the Bucks, well, three, six weeks ago were what, like four and seven or something?
0: Yeah, they're the highest seed because they play in the NFC South. It's not, they like, play in a garbage division. Yeah. I love talking about CP too you hate chris paul jb i don't get it hey, i don't
1: hate nobody in life i don't hate anybody i even my worst enemies i don't ever hate i think hate's the worst word you can use i think it's like the worst word i don't hate anything you i just
0: like chris paul a lot I can
1: regret uh, and and drag back a hate like i can come back and say damn smithy you're right i didn't i never hated you you know we don't see eye to eye but i was mm. wrong when i said hate you so why i say never say hate like say sorry i never say sorry same thing i never say hate i, okay. I really avoid the word hate Having said that, this is a guy that we were talking about earlier with the John Morant situation. He, This guy falls under that category. Like, this is a guy who has robbed and pillaged the NBA for hundreds of millions of dollars. And All right. It's the JB and Steve Kim show right now, because Smitty will <laughs> take forever. You know, Smitty just really doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't understand. Like, you know, he got you got. Work hard, play hard. Steve, I don't get it. He don't get it. Good morning. It. All right, well good morning, Steve. There's a lot going on here. The NFL playoffs have been the worst I've ever seen in my entire life. Number one. Besides the Detroit Ram game, I don't know if there's been a good game worth watching. Um other than that, let's start, let's start ground zero. Dallas Cowboys. Do you get rid of McCarthy? And Dak, you get rid of just Dak,
2: you get rid of just McCarthy. Uh, where are we at with this? Well, hmm, I don't know if Dak, if that's even feasible given his contract status. But that was the disaster situation. I always thought it was a little bit unfair that a coach that could win 12 games three years in a row would be on the hot seat based on a playoff game. But, with, has the a nature, but with the nature of that loss... I think he's on the hot seat. Uh, Jerry Jones had a look to me in the luxury box. They're getting a new coach. They are. And I thought Dan Quinn was terrible. Guys, Dan Quinn is inability or unwillingness to load the box in the second half when you know Green Bay's going to start running the ball. That defense was so bad, Green Bay couldn't even grind the clock. They kept scoring too fast.
4: Yeah,
1: I agree. I heard you on Whitlock yesterday talk about that, too. I thought you were spot on. I'm trying to to figure out how... Quinn's defense has eroded um is this they don't another, want to play the one coach is it another situation we saw last year though in Philly when the Super Bowl came and they found out that the head coach was interviewing or the DC was interviewing for the mm. Arizona Cardinal job is this a Dan Quinn interviewing for the Seattle Seahawks job during like I learned from Urban Meyer years ago he told me in a meeting we were we we're talking at Chafee College at 08 uh He said, man, JB, I hate people that shop jobs while they're on the job. Yeah. And we've seen it in the last few years more and more and more. Like, I think Dan Quinn was shopping the job, shopping jobs while he was on the job. And it's just, it's shitty to see because I, it looked like that defense was ill prepared, just like the Eagles last year versus the Chiefs. And and it's just unfair to the players that busted their ass to get to the damn game. And then that defense that night looked horrible. I hope Dan Quinn, uh, faces some flat some heat from that uh, performance also. But listen, McCarthy has a ring. Uh Dak's been through maybe what two, if not three coaches now. Um the common denominator to me seems like it's still the quarterback. I think quarterbacks win you Super Bowls, coaches lose you them. I don't know if Dak can win you one. I just don't think he can. 12 and 5 every year. Great. Good kudos, but <laughs> you're one and four in the playoffs. You're you're Tony yeah. Romo. Yeah. Uh you're you're a little, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't think he's the guy. That's just me.
2: Dak was awful. Did not protect the football. Could not get in sync with CD Lamb. Early interception. He got bailed out on a dropped interception um he he six (laughs) yeah that was the killer it was 20 to nothing if you actually score to make it 20 to seven and you get the ball coming out of the half now you're like okay it's a 13 point game i've seen a lot of games at home where the team that's better or the favored one ends up winning the game but once it made it 27 nothing even when they got bailed out on that last touchdown i said this game looks over. And every time Dallas needed a stop in that second half, the only way that game got close is because Boy Wonder Lafleur kept doing stupid things. Passed the ball one time, he took out the quarterback, and I'm thinking, bro, there's six and a half minutes left. You got to get another two first downs, and you grind the clock. Mm. The inability of these coaches to actually manage games where their teams play really well is astounding to me. Oh yeah, all I'm Lafleur. I'm thinking Lafleur. Don't let your defense just get so loose that they get large chunks of yardage. That was actually a very deceiving 48 to 32. But, you know, Coach, I disagree a little bit. I kind of enjoyed watching two really good young quarterbacks and Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud yeah. kind of explode onto the scene. The Detroit game was really good. The The problem is they didn't play each other. Yeah, but look, the, the playoffs are the playoffs. I don't – Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I was watching boxing, and I don't have Peacock, and I wasn't going to get it, so I didn't watch that Freezer Bowl. I, that game kind of went the way it went. I didn't give the Steelers much of a shot to really be competitive against Buffalo. So, But to I'm see the two big. young quarterbacks come out of nowhere. Love, it's amazing about the Green Bay Packers. They've hit on three straight quarterbacks. That guy's going to be their quarterback for the next 12 to 15 years. He's got it.
1: Yeah, he looks like Aaron Rodgers. A lot of throwing platforms, delivery, uh, feet work. He learned through osmosis, like I've said. <laughs> Watch how Jordan Love actually has a great season. I think I've said it last year because he got to see it, sit behind it, and learn. And to Smitty's point, it goes the other way. You get some guys that start off young that do well also, but I don't know if it's it's far between, in my opinion. I think the right roster with the young guy having success is key, but – I don't see a lot of guys on bad rosters do well, but they do well when they sit behind somebody and learn. Uh, There's a lot of guys out there right now that I would say, maybe the backups could start in this league, like the Brownings of the world and these other guys and save salary cap space like we've been saying for a long time. But who knows? Uh, Let's transition to the East, to the same division, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Th- the, was this the biggest disappointment after starting 10-1 and one in recent history? Mm.
2: Well, I've never seen a coach be on the hot seat after taking a team to the Super Bowl I, I mean, the previous year. And then two months ago, we still thought the NFC went through Philadelphia. And then San Francisco came out there and mollywopped them. That team has not been the same. I think there's several things happened. They lost both coordinators. Jalen Hurts got hurt, it seemed like. Also, I've said this before. The schematic advantage you have in the highest levels of football, you get that for about a year to a year and a half. Teams seem to have figured out Philadelphia. Also, and Coach, you said this way back when there's an A.J. Brown problem inside that locker room. Seems like Jalen Hurts, too. There's a Jalen Hurts problem, maybe, too. Right. And Sirianni, his act and his antics are good or they're okay when you win. When you don't win, You look at it differently. And there have been a few people that I've read that said, you know, he's not your traditional head coach. And so he was he was helped out by the fact they had a dominant year last year. And I still say if they don't have that fumble that's scooped up by the Kansas City Chiefs, they win that Super Bowl by 10 points. That one play, I thought flipped the whole game back to Kansas City. But it goes to show you that these windows are incredibly tight. There used to be a time where every coach got five years. And every coach that went to a Super Bowl and made the playoffs in their first two years uh, would get at least seven or eight. Sirianni's now actually, I don't want to say on the hot seat, but he's now being scrutinized. It's, it's, it's interesting to me. Yeah, I, I Here's my thing. I
1: agree with you because I, 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 I relate this to the Brian Billick era in Baltimore because he won a Super Bowl. And back then, like, you uh, you took the words out of my mouth. We used to talk about all the time. Well, you get five years if you win a Super Bowl. Yeah. He won one and kind of got let go about three years uh, on that year three part of that whole thing because they struggled for a minute. Um, shout out to Brian Billick, home well, of – Well, didn't he Cowboys. actually have the
2: job for another seven, eight years? Because I think Harbaugh's first year was 08 or 09. So Harbaugh and the Ravens won it in 2000, I believe. So he mm. got a good run. He got a long yeah, he run. a good that. run.
1: I don't – I think he got fired, but they won the Super Bowl in what
2: year? 2000.
1: 2000. The year after the Rams, right?
2: Right, the Ray Lewis year, and then they then they kind of – stumbled.
1: Patriots 101, and then right.
2: – And then, they, you know, they, they had a couple good years with Steve McNair, and but it was yeah. really in 08 or 09 is what Harbaugh took over with Joe Flacco. He was there until 07, it looks like. yeah. Um, yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, seven years. I thought it was way sooner. But now, though, it seems to be accelerated. Like, we're trying to get rid of this guy after a Super Bowl appearance and one play away from winning the Super Bowl last year. Like, we're trying to get this guy out of there. Like, I, I'm i trying to figure out, is it that bad in the locker room where you're seeing all these things we just saw video of? Um, and it's like, damn, is it that bad? Which I stated months ago from an inside source that AJ Brown obviously deleted all their social media, didn't go to the game. Uh, I believe he could have played. I don't believe he was that injured. I think he just was like, This is a toxic environment. And I wouldn't be shocked if Kelsey said, Screw this, I'm out. Um, and, and you saw him talking to the old line coach before the, the game ended last night, saying this is it. I, I could read his lips. I knew it was he was out of there, but there's a lot of issues here and I don't know if this is a one of those clean the slate uh, issues cuz it's just so bad. And that's that's a Lowry or Lowry thing. He's got to figure that out and, and he only knows he knows more than we do but uh Buffalo, indecisive fashion over over Pittsburgh again, I got screwed on my betting because I figured it was going to be a snow game. Pittsburgh was going to run the ball. I get I turned the game on. It's fucking clear as shit. There's no snow on the ground. I'm just tired of these uh, games being delayed. What happened to good old fog bowls, uh, you know, throw gates, playing in the snow and the icy conditions? What happened, Steve, to men?
2: Well, I think this was a government issue, isn't it? Didn't the uh, the government?
0: the the mayor or whatever. Yeah, they didn't
2: want the people out there and the first responders, so... There you go. Again, maybe again. Maybe. What happened to me? <laughs> All right,
1: so um, Steve
0: – Hold the- on. JB just made because he lost money. I, I, I get the brass tacks. He, yeah, if you would have wanted like, that – Steelers could- aren't good, guys. They're right. not.
2: They're a mediocre team. <laughs> That's on
0: you, JB. For- I, I would have never met so, the Steelers. We already know I went have the six in the
1: bets, you know. Um, <laughs> Mike Tomlin walked off the, off the, off the podium, uh, Steve. Maybe he walked maybe. off um, – I thought it was a classic, uh, Mike
2: Tomlin. Anyone? Mike, you have a year left on
3: your contract. <laughs> uh,
2: you gotta well, that's going to be a, such a meme.
1: Yeah. Is he Man, saying? Be- is he, I've heard Weddle and I have talked. We've heard some other things that people know. He's very, very close to saying, I, I I, need some time off on this. I mean, I dealt with A.B. for 10 years. I, I've i had to deal with these prima donna receivers and Pickens and Deontay Johnson doing the shit they did this year. I've I, I come out and, and now get to hear Najee Harris come out and say, we have a locker room issue under Mike Tomlin? That's shocking to me, um, whether he's advocating for his coach, Nick Saban, to come out of retirement and coach again or not, but at the same time, There's no way. Does Tomlin say, I'm done? Or does he just take a year off? Or or are we going to have Tomlin, Belichick, Carroll? Um, What happens if Buffalo loses next round? Do they fire McDermott? What happens if Andy Reid retires and says, enough is enough of this? There's going to be four or five coaches we've never seen on the market. Um, And Belichick interviews for Atlanta yesterday. I don't like the fit. Um, No quarterback. I think Belichick needs a quarterback. Where are you at with all this being said Uh, as far as from Pittsburgh to Philly to Atlanta, where does Belichick end? Uh, What happens there? What happens in Atlanta, Carolina, and the other six openings? And Pete Carroll, is he done, or is he going to get in on the mix on some of these jobs that that actually are not a rebuild? Because there's no way a 71-year-old can rebuild at this point, right? They need to have some sort of ready roster And I only think the one that's ready is the one that Jim Harbaugh is going to get in in
2: L.A. with the Chargers. Harbaugh to the Chargers seems like a good fit. He's a quarterback whisperer. He's done quick turnarounds. I think the Chargers have a relatively talented roster. I'll say this again about Belichick. If it came down to just coaching and not personnel, I would still hire him. But if you look at that New England offense, that's Belichick's. As good as the defense was, that offense was probably worse. But if so, you're the
1: not not to cut you off if you're the Cowboys and Jerry Jones right now today are you not signing a check with a lot of zeros at the end and telling Jim Harbaugh to put your number in front of those zeros? And-
2: I guess but that Dallas job is very tough for one reason not only just the scrutiny but this is an owner who every week does a press conference like he's a coach. I'd hate that shit as a as a uh as a yeah, coach. coach. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson just got – it wasn't even that bad. When Jimmy was doing it, when Jimmy was the coach at Dallas, Jerry was out there, but he was not doing this, where the reporters would wait around for the players, coaches, and owner. I mean, they're, they're just Jerry wants to so bad be a football guy, and he is. He's a great owner. But he wants to be known as a guy that really knows football. And you know how tightened and buttoned up Belichick is. Does he really want an owner after every game, giving his thoughts on the game? Mm. Really, like, well, let's say Belichick makes a decision and Jerry Jones says, Suck, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really like us going for that fourth down there." But I'm not the coach of the Dallas Cowboys; I'm just the owner. He does that one. <laughs> And, and if I'm Belichick, Not I'm bad. like, I, I, I do a good Jerry, and, and I, if I was Belichick, I'd be like, better, yeah. better than your
1: Mexican differentiation.
2: Oh, yeah, that was bad. But and then and, and if I'm Belichick, I'm like, um, you know, um, Jerry, um, I'm on the Cincinnati. I'm on the Cincinnati. You want you want to talk about football? You know, don't talk about football. Talk about popcorn sales,
3: Steve. Okay. And,
2: and listen, and if
0: I'm Mike Tomlin,
2: I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, the funniest. There are so many stories. The the, 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 the the Prince Bandar story in Dallas is funny. So this is in 1992, last game of the year. Dallas is hammering the Bears. They played a great game for 57 minutes. And they had a backup running back by the name of Curvin Richards out of Pitt. He was famous for not showering. Damn. Yeah, he was that's, that's infamous for it. That's a
0: bad thing to be famous about. <laughs>
2: so the guy fumbled twice in the last five minutes. One of them taken back for a touchdown. Right before the playoffs, Jimmy cuts him right on the spot. So Jimmy starts giving his speech about, we got to lock down. We got to be focused. Then all of a sudden, Jerry comes in with this big entourage with Prince Bandar, this oil chic from the Middle East, just interrupts his speech. And Jimmy just looks and goes, oh. he just stopped the speech. He walked out and they say he was heated. Like that was one of the first signs that this, this ain't going to last long. People look back at it. That's the stuff you have to deal with because, Jerry loves the headlines. He one time told uh, Jimmy, he said, Jimmy, here's the thing. Because Jimmy says to Jerry, now, Jerry, you own the team. You make all the money. I'm just a football coach. Can't, can't you just be happy with the money? And he goes, Jimmy, you got to understand. He goes, I sell an oil rig, make $10 million. You cut a backup punter, you're all over the newspaper. And I want some of that. And they're like, what? So it's this ego. <laughs> what coach? Wants to have an owner uh, that actually is going to act like he's your co-coach every single week. Okay. Seriously, you'd get yeah. sick of that shit.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I, um, he's got to step back. Richard Sherman called him out. I know some other people. You, you, you're the problem. But uh, he don't. He don't. He got to better understand real quick. I told Whitlock yesterday. He's going to be, what, 85? How old is he?
2: He's 81. And look, nothing lasts forever. But he can't continue to
1: to keep coaches for eight years like he did with, you know, Uh, uh, Justin Garrett. The the worst one of all of them, he kept the longest. Um, (laughs) I just don't get how he can continue. No, he
2: wasn't. They've had Fran Gailey. Dave can't. They've had other ones that have done much Fran Come on, Coach. That's not the truth.
1: Fran Gailey. All right, so look. Let me ask you. Um, where's the best fit for, for – I think Harbaugh's gone. I, we clear I, – Yeah, I think, yeah, he's I think
2: he's one of the Chargers. Yeah, the I Chargers think he's a want to charger. be relevant I, in this city. They got to get team khakis. They got to get that. captain khakis. So then, Months
1: ago, I said that. McCarthy already declared. I'm pretty sure that's writing on the wall that Harbaugh's out. Uh, he wants that NFL Super Bowl. Um, and there's some other jobs out there, man, that's going to come open, I think, still. I, I, I don't know if Buffalo's clear and free unless they go to a Super Bowl. I don't know if Ooh. McDermott's really clear on this Damn. thing.
0: Um, that's a tough one. Super Bowl, So a Super Bowl or a bus for McDermott?
1: I, I think at least getting to it. Damn. I, you never. makes me To Matt's point and Steve's point, we've never had coaches like this out there waiting to be hired. Yeah. We've had coordinators and shit. Oh, let's get the young coordinator. You never had seven-time
2: Super Bowl champs out there, right? But again, coach, when you hire Bill Belichick, it's not like you're guaranteed. You're you're not attaching him with Tom Brady. Let's be honest about this. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think
1: Atlanta's I mean, a good fit because of that. He don't have a quarterback. Who's it? Ritter. Desmond Ritter,
0: Uh, right? You're not taking that job with that guy, are you? That's what I'm saying. It might not be there. I mean, the more we're talking, there might not be a good fit for Bill Belichick anywhere. Which sounds, I mean, I know it sounds kind of disrespectful because they have Herbert. But if, but if Harbaugh, like, if we're assuming Harbaugh's going to go there, so let's take charges off the table. I don't. I'm with you. I don't know anywhere else where it makes sense for Bill Belichick can just go in and they can win now. Because again, it's not like Bill Belichick is older. It's not like they're about to. Trying to build. He needs to go in and win now. What's that team? Right. And the Cowboys,
2: I I just, Belichick, the reason why him and Kraft work so well, Kraft understood he's the owner. He speaks once in a while, but he was never doing those weekly debriefings. He wasn't. It worked. All right, so breaking news
1: real quick. Jim Harbaugh is requesting contractual protection from potential NCAA punishment Am in negotiations with Michigan as simultaneously pursues NFL opportunities, according to Yahoo Sports. Harbaugh, 60 years old, just led Michigan to its first natty since 97, but it was a tumultuous season off the field marked by separate three-game suspensions for the Wolverines alum. As part of a restructured deal, Harbaugh said he wants wording in the contract that would keep him from being fired, A, and suspended from the NCAA, B. Article came out about eight minutes ago. Um, Well, that sounds like he wants to stay. I think he wants that first to be said or because I think that's the way to say I'm not the asshole
0: just leaving. You can't meet my standards. I'm out. Mm. So, so, real hurry quick! You think that he knows they're not going to abide by what he's there asking? You know he's not going to put
1: that in no words. It
0: sounds good. That's, yeah, ah, I, okay.
1: I think it sounds like okay. I'm not dealing with this next year. There's already rumors, Steve, that he's going to be suspended to start the season, and they're going to lose scholarships already. So, like, oh. why would you deal with that shit? I wouldn't. And McCarthy didn't just leave. I think he keeps McCarthy if he stays. I think he would have told him, "Hey, man, hold tight. I'm going to stay." Um, So don't declare.
2: I you think know, the truth him. of the matter is, though, if you're I, I, Michigan, if you just won your first outright national title since 1948, huh, you could live off this for a couple of years. You're good.
0: <laughs> right, right.
2: Maybe this is the price to play to pay for paying with the
1: playing with the big boys. Hey, Brian Case is a Michigan diehard alum, I and mean, he even said, if if Harbaugh's out, I would love him forever. So uh, they understand what he gave him. I mean. You know, I don't know. It's it's tough. Caleb Williams finally declared, uh, Steve, going back to college uh, after saying he wants confirmation that the Bears trade Justin Fields. I, I, this is crazy. I, I don't know about this stuff. I know Matt mentioned Elway and Manning and, and, and Eli saying they didn't want to play for certain teams, but the stack of shit wasn't as high as Caleb's. Part ownership demand, part this, part that. I think he's an easier guy, I guess. And with social media, like Smitty I always like to point out, which is true, with with the cell phone era, it's easier to point out a shitbird or or maybe even a a, a presumed shitbird. We don't even know if he really is because we don't know him. So I'm trying to figure out: Is it does the bear? What do the Bears do? Because I've heard that you can trade him and get an eighth pick,
2: and now they can have one. I think six, eight, and nine. Well. With Caleb, look, there's a little bit more of a context than just not wanting to play with a certain team. There's all the other stuff. With Elway and Manning, there wasn't all that other stuff that we knew of. Um, Look, the reality is this. Whoever drafts Caleb Williams has his rights for a year. So he doesn't have to come into camp if he doesn't want to, or the team can trade and leverage, leverage it out for more draft choices. That is the art of valuing draft choices okay so i don't know if you're the bears do you take the risk of bringing in caleb williams who a number one uh there's some questions about his game i'm just telling you i don't think he's a sure thing number two he may not want to be there number three is he a cold weather quarterback (sighs) I mean, so there, there's situations there. If I'm the Bears like do... I
1: think so he played DC high school. I'm pretty sure it's
0: yeah, but again, those those seasons end in like mid-November. Also, how does he perform when he's playing against like other top talent? Because I don't right. know. I feel like in college this year, especially this year, you play against a uh any tough opponent. I didn't see the best version of Caleb. You know what I'm no. saying? Like I you could blame his team, Maybe you could blame the defense at the end of the day. He's the quarterback. I want to see him elevate this team, and I didn't see that multiple times. And also, right, see, here's my
1: here's my take that I mentioned on this show a while back. I said Greg Roman saves the Bears, and to my uh, Nostradamus, J.B. Amis, this is looks like it could be happening. I don't think I don't understand why you Damn, don't do this. Maybe I should be coaching somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, but I don't know why you don't do this. <laughs> this, to me, no-brainer. Sa- it saves the franchise. It gives you more picks. It keeps you a quarterback that's experienced, at least with three or four years of NFL experience. If you start over, I think they would have fired Eberflus. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get rid of Justin after that. I think they get Roman in there, and they, I, I think it, it, you'll see the uh, – the, the progression of, of Justin Fields after you do that. But he's still not going to be a pocket passer, fucking 4,000-yard guy, but he'll be a freak of nature who can I think can pass the ball better than Lamar. He's not the freak of athlete, but he's close. Damn near
0: good. He's fucking pretty close. So. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he might be. He's fat. Right now, Justin Fields is the best running Do you like the
1: <laughs> hire if they did that?
2: Yeah, if I'm the Bears, I do one thing in the draft. I say no matter what we do, we got to get Marvin Harrison. No matter what else we do, I am not trading out of a position to lose him. Everything else you can kind of fudge, but everything else has to work around getting a number one, a true number one receiver for whoever the quarterback is going to be. I thought Justin Fields actually showed some improvement. Look, he does not have a lot of weapons, they still have to fortify the offensive line a little bit, but. You know the Bears played pretty hard the last twelve weeks for So I, I didn't think it was that bad of a job, but I, I just make sure I, I would have a priority. It's Marvin Harrison, and then everything else we could work out later on.
1: I think they need O line help bad, and if you're going to get a Greg Roman, I think you can, you can try to go try to see. I I, I think you go get. I think you can get all of them. I, I truly think the Chicago Bears can get all of them, meaning all of them in this. They can get an O lineman, a big time tackle that's early in the draft. Brock Bowers, and Harrison, and I think you because you need a double tight end set. That's a freak in this day and age. You can, you got to have the two tight ends. You saw the guy for the Rams the other day fill in for Higby, who who had five catches. Who who's a transcending t- young tight end. You saw the kid last night for Tampa, even though he dropped a few. Um, what O'odden. do you have, Ten catches, Otten. Um, there's guys out there that you have to have, especially when your quarterback is not uh, Brady-esque, where he's going to dissect coverage and hit every single receiver. He needs tight ends like Lamar needs them, like Justin needs them. I believe these guys need tight ends around them as their safe haven. I think the Bears can go after Brock Bowers and Marvin Harrison and get them both, because other teams in that in between six, uh, one, six, eight, and 9 are going to need other things. I don't think they're going to go get those same guys. I think the Bears can get all of these guys, and I think you keep Fields, and and I think you you made
0: your team better. I, and I that, if that happens, they might go twelve and five next year. They get Harrison <laughs> Bowers. They got DJ Moore still. They get a tackle, Justin Fields. You bring in Greg Roman
4: <laughs>
0: in that division. I like it. I like it. Be, I um, love it. <laughs> that, that yeah,
1: I like it. I don't know, um, Steve. What what do you think about?
2: Um, this, this Josh Allen fake slide thing. I didn't know if it was really a fake slide. I remember Kenny Pickett did it in the ACC title game a couple of years ago, and they put in that
0: rule. I thought this was kind of a shuffle step. I, I didn't really look at it as a fake slide. Did you? From this angle, it looks more like a shuffle, but I saw another angle from a front view where he, 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 he was definitely a fake slide. Nah, right there is a good.
1: fake slide. He stopped hmm. his feet because – Either way, the illusion of it to me, Steve, is chicken shit. Right there, he drops his ass like he was gonna slide, and you see the defender stop. Like we got to do something. I don't know what
2: we do. I know what you do. You'd be like Buddy Ryan. You get in the you get in the locker room and say, guys, if that guy fake slides one time, uh, next time we're gonna hit him regardless. So, even when he slides, bang! And then the coach says, and I will pay your fine.
0: There, okay, there we go. I'm going to say, as long as you pay the fine, oh, that, cool, that's
2: not that fake slide. There has to be street justice here.
0: Yeah, it has to be.
2: Or I bring in a nice flat screen with the PS5 and say, guys, we're not going to say anything about this, but if anyone fake slides on us, we're going to knock him out, and this is all yours. Thank you. That's it. And you get that reputation. They don't fake slide against these maniacs. Trust me, they'll be sliding like Pete Rose. <laughs> well, <beeper. laughs> I don't know.
1: See, Cream Jackson is. It was suspended for what eight games. I mean,
0: yeah, got blacked But
1: I don't know if they're gonna willing to do it no more. Bounty gate. These these kids aren't aren't ride or dies no more. They're not gonna keep that shit quiet. They're gonna say, Coach
0: said I. Uh, they told me to. Yeah, oh, it wasn't ride or die then. That's how the fuck we. That's how we know. Stop! Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that's you. Every know. time, every time you call out in my generation, act like your generation is so gangster and stand on business. I'm gonna call you out every single time, JB. So that's continue. not how
1: we know. By the way, why is that coach not coaching anymore? By the way, by the way, he's one of the best D coordinators. Greg is one of the best D coordinators in football. He's coaching in the fucking USFL. By the way. So he oh, got
2: blackballed.
1: Bite- he got blackballed. Just keep it real. Uh, Peyton Manning called Bruce Arians a cuck live on TV. But moving on, um,
2: before you leave here real quick, is there fights this weekend? Uh, no, nah, not really. Nothing worth talking about. That was last Better week? we have last week, yeah.
1: Because uh, um, I know Smitty wants to try to uh, get into the ring with Big Matt. Um. Can't wait to see that. Uh you
2: on Whitlock today? Uh, no, they're dark. They're having some weather issues in Nashville. Oh yeah, they got snowed in. Yeah, so yeah. I'm off today.
1: Hey, don't snow. Don't get snow in anywhere like Nashville. They 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 think
2: it's, it's end of the world. Kind of like yeah. us with rain. It is what it is. So yeah, y'all boys can't
0: hey, drive Steve, out here. I raining.
3: Raining.
1: <laughs> see you Thursday, Steve. Appreciate you All jumping right. on. Hey
0: guys, appreciate All you. Right, peace. All right, then, Steven.
1: Um. All right, we got about 30 minutes before tank jumps on. I got to ask you um
0: 30 30. What's on your mind, JB? What's on your mind, man? You, you have you your Yeah, I heard my goat. That's my that's my quarterback right Arians first half former Tampa Bay Bruce Arians in the first half, former Tampa Bay cut uh, <laughs> <laughs> just slipped up, y'all. He hey, fuck up? what's yeah, up? Just, <laughs> It's not even worth nothing. That's 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 my goat right there, man. Nap town legend up. right there. P- p- fist fuck up all the time, JB. Real play. You did fucked up a couple times. I didn't mess up a couple times. Ain't nobody perfect. <laughs> that's what it is.
1: All right, let's get into some uh what's
0: going on, chat? Telling the chat all day. I see Kenny Bletso in here, Wooski, of course, D Jones, my my homie and my biggest hater. Quinn what was that Lasseter, Lisa um we had luke pike talking shit earlier can't beat my ass though we got brother what's going on man what's going on zach who was going to be miami's qb steve uh well steve is gone he'll answer that next next week uh nacho year eddie miniweather man watching the show that got zeke on there man shout out to zeke what's going on matthew bayer buyer beer that's my guy mb gene we back good gene hey, hey. I did, we wasn't rocking last week, but we back on good terms so far. But shout out to my boy, F.A. Scott of Mockport, man. I know he said he wanted to call in this week to give you some shit because his Detroit Lions that he told you a couple weeks ago was going to do the damn thing. Now they're doing it. They might be in the NFC Championship. So shout out to Detroit. Shout out to Michigan. Doing it big. Jazzy Jazz in this thing. My boy, Allen, PJ. Hey, the chat going crazy, but we only got 245 likes, J.B., Make it make sense. We got a 1,000 people in the chat and 200 likes. Did the (laughs) NFL
1: make it that the Bills played the Chiefs yesterday? Because did you watch the game? Did you see they had one penalty for nine yards while the Steelers had the most ridiculous penalty after penalty? Similar to your boy F.A.'s point. The only reason he beat the Rams because of the penalties that the Rams did not receive. Let's just keep it a 100. And I think they want certain people in the playoffs, and it seems to be that we're leading towards the m the Swifties, the Mahomes, the Josh Allens. Did you see Diggs on the sideline drinking the Steelers' water? I
0: didn't see that.
1: Bailey, can you pull it up? So Diggs went on the sideline after a catch and he went over there and he got pushed to the sideline and you know, it was cold, hard track. He had to get back to the field. Okay. And you know, he's probably fucking with players over there. Stillers probably talking shit or whatever. And he grabbed the water bottle and started drinking their water bottle. (laughs) Now they had one penalty for nine yards in the whole game. The bills did right by the way do you know that is a flagrant 15 yard penalty
0: really drinking the water bottle i've never done my life
1: yes it is i looked it up last night i saw a guy posting a bunch of rules and it is the same as a celebration penalty or a uh taunting penalty it's underneath taunting hmm it falls underneath the taunting penalty.
0: Let's see, it, let's, see it, let's see it.
1: So. <laughs> that is a taunting penalty. Hey, that's funny as hell. Was lie. not called. The fake slide. The hey, no, on fake slide me. ain't no
0: call. Fake slide. No, no, no. no.
1: My point is, my oh, point yeah, is yeah, they yeah. called a penalty on him when he slid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he did the fake slide and went for 56 yards. To me, this shit sounds completely like a one-sided affair. Doesn't it, F.A.? Doesn't it sound like a one-sided affair in Detroit the other day? <laughs> it's crazy how Eminem did a video before the game like, Matt, I need you to lose. I need to win the Super Bowl. And then you guys win with the worst calls I've ever seen. Because you know the Rams dominated the game for the most part. So I'm trying to figure out where are we at. You believe in conspiracies, Big Smitty? I don't. I know Matt's been on it for about two years, and I'm kind of starting to lean like, fuck, I got to really think about this now. DraftKings, NFL's number one sponsor. Makes you
0: think. Makes you think uh JV's reaching y'all. JV is reaching y'all. His Rams are not. They, they they lost it by a point. He's still hurting right now. Trust me, I've been there. My the way my coach lost the end the season, a drop pass, a bad throw. I I feel your pain. I'm but just right saying. Now we are reaching. We are reaching. Anytime we're gonna point at a fucking player drinking a wa- opposition's water bottle and say. That's the reason we lost right there. I know you didn't say that exactly. I'm being funny. But
1: But I'm just saying there's only one penalty. That should have been a penalty. True. I mean, why was there only one penalty in a game like that? And that blatant call right there wasn't even called. Like, at least call that.
0: Like, did you see the fumble? (laughs) Did you see that fumble? I seen it. I seen it, JB. I seen it. There's always calls. There's always... Refs called false start on Detroit when it was a neutral zone infraction. Refs messed up both ways. A neutral zone infraction ain't a goddamn P.I. to
1: get you in field goal range to win the game? Get out of here. F.A.E. reaching. Hey, uh, (laughs) let's let's, let's dive into, uh, let's do a little bit of, uh, I got some white people shit, some black
0: people shit. My favorite segment, man, Uh, white people shit. The white
1: people shit that I have before Tank jumps in. Is 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 got to stop for for not only for the white people but you you'd be the judge of it. No longer make chicken drumsticks in oil. Now I just fry
0: them in water. That's it, folks. In the water. And see, this is why you can't be eating at everybody's house. What the f- bro? What is wrong with y'all, JB? You know what I'm saying? Like it just don't make sense. You're gonna fry chicken wings in water? You mean boil? You mean steam? What do you? You can't fry with water. No longer make
1: chicken drumsticks in oil. Now I just fry them in water. That's it, folks. In the water.
0: And see, this is why you can't be eating at everybody's house. See, I, you think she's serious, or is she just doing that for the for the click? Cause like some stuff is so stupid. It's no way you believe. I that. think she's serious.
1: I think she's serious. Um, but is it more white people shit? We got white people shit again. Let me show you this. You think it's more white people than this? Let me see. Some dude jumped in a tractor in a in and went after a cop car. Oh shit. <laughs> just a regular day in Home
0: Depot. It's daytime, man. Clear skies. And he just said, you know what? I'm going for it. Pissed off. Couldn't pay rent. Got fired last week. I ain't got no money in my account. I'm going for it. That's why people shit because a brother definitely ain't doing that. Because we did it. We know how it's going to end. It's your generational shit. You think it's my generational
1: shit? I think, I think we like, need to have something called your generation. That's I a good that's picture, of your generation. It's crazy. I I don't understand. I don't get it.
0: I want to know. So, I guess your generation just didn't never did dumb shit. I guess your generation just mature. You guys were tough. You guys just stood on business. You guys didn't snitch. You guys, I guess your generation is the generation who raised us is supposed to be the perfect generation, I guess. But you guys complain about us and you are our leaders. That should tell you something. (laughs) We talk about firing head coaches because their team's not being prepared, Mike McCarthy, Sirianni, because they're being bad leaders. But you guys, the perfect generation who was all gangsters and thugs and stood on business and raw. we changed oil, Ah,
3: we fixed tires, rawr.
0: Y'all raised us, but we're the ones fucked up.
4: No,
1: <laughs> y'all the,
0: didn't
2: look,
1: raise you. Look in the mirror, Jason Brown. No, social media raised you to not listen to – Leaders, adults, and uh, hierarchy doesn't exist in your household. So guess what, A.J. Brown? You defied everything that the uh, the the coach said. But guess what? The coach is going to get fired because your bitch-ass generation won't adhere to rules. A.J. Brown, you fired Sirianni. Dak Prescott, your soft-ass fired McCarthy, if that is indeed what happens. There ain't no way you can sit here and tell me that it's the coaching problem and our generation. Get the fuck out of
0: here. I'm going to say, I'm going to counter that and say this. If our generation, if we not listen to your generation, that's, that's still a sign of poor leadership. Because all the real leaders that I know in my life, real good leaders, they going to you gonna they're gonna force respect. There's certain guys that walks in the room and And you, do it extend, no more. And you sit up straight. And do but, it. Shit, man. And force
1: respect, uh, Smitty, when you record it and send it out, and then I get
0: fired because I cussed at you.
3: <laughs> get it's the d-
0: fuck it, out of here. It's you different, way, it's different ways to force respect without cussing somebody out, JB. It's a presence. I'm telling you. I'm telling you you got to be shitting me with this take. You I know, had coaches who I didn't respect. Point. I had coaches who I did respect. And because of how they approached it, the firmness, the seriousness, how they walk in. I had I had coaches who, who literally did not cuss. But I respect the hell. Shout out to Coach Dixon, Daryl Dixon. That's, your, that's you, dude. You're different. Nah. You were raised different in the house, though. Because I had good leadership. Because <laughs> I had good leadership. But when you don't have good leadership, you see what happens. So it still falls on y'all, J.B., Come on, take some ownership. Take oh some ownership, Jason Brown, Mr. Jason Brown, Coach Jason Brown. You we, know, the coach.
1: we know that Smitty is – you talking about reaching? <laughs> I'm really
0: cooking. I'm really like
1: uh, – No, you're not. You're actually reaching like crazy. Everybody knows what's wrong with y'all.
0: Who won in the chat, y'all? Let us know who just won this last debate. Keep it real. Keep it real. Drop a team Smitty. If I, and don't lie. Drop team Smitty if I just won this last debate. Or if JB won, put put Coach JB. Keep it real, though. Don't lie. I just it. won this last
2: debate.
0: <laughs> Keep it real. Hey, right, right, you know what's real when D. Jones. Because D. Jones, he don't really fuck me like that. So when D. Jones say this. D. Jones is
1: doing it because he's black, though.
0: Nah, he don't care. You know D. Jones do not care. We I know, but the this time.
1: particular one, he feels for you because you're black. He has to side with you on this particular
0: one because you get cooked so much. What about Jacob, though? That's a white man. Like this might be the new logo for for white people shit. This is all that, white. that guy is the main guy that's doing
1: all the child trafficking.
0: The- <laughs> what about this guy? He cool people. This is a regular dude right here. That dude right man in front of your house right now. <laughs> 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 This kid cool, this kid is cool, Dragon Ball Z, you know what I mean? That dude right now
1: won't listen to any leadership. He's fucking fucking
0: everything. He's playing
1: every video game, he's got every fucking Uber app to deliver every single type of food, he
0: weighs 600 fucking pounds. Hey, fuck, of of course, Ron, look, Ron's standing fucking 100 feet away on a rooftop, aiming at my fucking window right now. Soon as JB give him the word, he's ready to sniper my ass. Ron's ready right now. That's in me. He never agrees with me. Ron is straight. JB, JB can say the sky is red. Yep, JB, telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's right. That's
0: right, Quentin. I don't wanna say your last name. If I can't say your last name. I can't. Lassiter,
1: him. Lassiter, real simple. No, I don't know. If that's how you say it. Nope. I don't know if that's how you say it. We got give it take a coming on. We got take coming on. We got a. Uh, all right, let's break this down real quick. I wanna, I wanna show you something.
0: All my black people sticking together, man, my brother.
1: You got an event coming up before Tank comes on. Um, I, I'm not supporting it. It's, it's it's no white people involved, so I'm gonna stay out of it. But
0: you, uh, go ahead. Let's do yeah, it on. First the- of all, there's two okay. white people on there. Planet Earth. Let's go. All right. So real quick, y'all. And so shout out to my brother, man, Sheldon Day. We are partying together with his company, the Players Company, and we are hosting a huge influencer athlete basketball event. This is next month back in my hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana, at Butler University's legendary Hinkle Fieldhouse, which holds over 9,100 people. It's a ticketed ticketed event. We're bringing out all the stars. It's going to be the first um, kind of our version of an all-star weekend. It's going to be very affordable for all the inner-city kids and high schoolers and family members to be able to come out, meet the stars, be entertained. It's a three- competition event we have a, a skills challenge we have a three-point shootout and the grand finale will be a huge dunk contest we have four of the top dunkers in the world participating i'm telling y'all if you in indy if you are flying out there for all-star weekend if you are in chicago ohio any of the midwest surrounding areas and you want to meet the stars come meet big smitty meet t.o meet shaq leonard kitty moore and so many more Come to the players ball hoops and icons event. JB, if you want to fly out, let me know. I'll let it have JB there as well. And uh hey man, I'm gonna be promoting this thing. We 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 wrapping up the pr- promotion this week. So uh appreciate y'all, man. I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop the ticket link in the chat for anybody in the Midwest who around or want to support. Tickets are live, man. You can get it for ten dollars right now, so super cheap. We ain't even we ain't even t- ten dollars. You in here it is. Appreciate you, I JB. Oh, your
1: video. You did a video. I thought it was a pretty good video.
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I'm pretty good on social media when I got time. I
1: thought you did a good video. Um, <laughs> University of Arizona is hiring Brent Brennan. Uh, known him a long time. He's a current head coach at San Jose State. I uh, believe he just took the Arizona job. Um. A little bit of shock. A little shock to me. I thought they were gonna go after uh Odom at UNLV. Lamar Odom. Barry. Um
0: did you see Michael Jordan cooking some kid on the court yesterday? I think that isn't that an old clip though. I fight like he was on vacation. I find like that's an old clip, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I did I see know. the clip. Jordan, you know, when you get older, you don't move like obviously you don't move as the same but the technique the form everything he still gets to his spots you know what i'm saying and he just knocks them down it was crazy to see that we got a uh
1: a video of uh of me with Jimmy Johnson let's just, i can't explain it let's what? just let's just take a listen fucking pussy soft ass is going stop fucking bitching and moaning and go fucking play football stop being a bunch of fucking pussies how about that shit hey Mike McCarthy why don't you go fucking choke fuck whack Prescott for throwing pick sixes and putting our defense in a fucking horrible bind how about you start doing that motherfuckers hey Micah Parsons how about you stay off fucking Twitter during the game and worried about your fucking podcast? podcast tomorrow motherfucker how about you set the goddamn edge and stop getting wrong-armed all motherfucking night long how about you do that shit
0: <laughs> smitty how much water you got in there it's one of those like magical cups i got where like you drink it and it automatically refills by itself i have a cord right here where it's connected to my to my water uh heater or whatever and the water just fills the cup. So it never it never empties out. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: I Hell yeah, know. Alan. The motherfucker already did a podcast talking shit about his own D coordinator. Motherfucker, shit killing me with this podcast shit, man. I, listen, I get Smitty's side. I get it. Look, look, everybody's going podcast. McAfee got everybody doing it. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I don't believe you can get it or do it properly your job if you're worried about what other people are saying for your content. His main content is people that he just played that beat his ass, A, with the Niners whole thing, or his own guys. He's throwing his D coordinator under the bus on his show. Of course he's going to get clicks and likes, but are you a podcaster or do you want to be Lawrence Taylor? Don't ever fucking put his name with Lawrence Taylor's name again. Don't ever do it. Anybody out there, Eddie Manyweather, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Micah Parsons with fucking Lawrence Taylor again, you soft fuck. God, you just <clears throat> sent us a message, to Eddie. We got the DM, Eddie. Don't go back now and start renigging, homie.
0: <laughs> I love when you randomly just get mad at Eddie.
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, Big Smitty, let me, Ooh. hey, hey, uh, Bailey, you got to email me that shit, that video. I'm going to put it on Twitter and fucking everything. Fuck it. All right, I got to ask you. Um, fuck, I don't know what I got to ask you. I was going to ask you something just now. Oh, no, fuck. That's that old age, man. That's, that's,
0: that's that 62 kicking in. That's that 62 kicking in. Shit,
1: I was going to just ask you something about. Um,
0: Take your time. We, we got time. Relax, relax.
1: Nah, it was something I was gonna some fucking. I had a good question for you. It was God some, it was damn, something
0: about Cow, some cowboys, something about Micah.
1: This whole fucking Micah Parsons, some shit, man, Parsons huh? right shit's crazy to me. Um, I was gonna ask you something about something.
0: Damn, we gonna start doing a segment on the show called uh, ASMR.
1: I hate, I hate that. The I you know, we didn't even do the daily rant. I had a rant.
0: Do it, do it right now. Do a daily rant right now. I'm gonna react, and respond to it. We can go from there. Sending your super chat, y'all. If y'all like my voice, sending your super chat. If it's making you relax, calm, and cool, sending the money. We need twenty two hundred dollars to get out the hole. <laughs> you ever seen that shit though, JB? It's called. It's like was it Ad, ASMR or some shit? They they just talk real low and people like it, like relaxes them and shit like that. People really like that.
1: I can't do it. Try try do it real quick. I can't do it. Try to do it real quickly. I, I I can't. I I do it like midstream. do
4: it, Jerry, please try to do it one time.
1: <laughs> I can't do. I can't do. I can't do that talk unless it's like it's too soft. I gotta like explain to you like their argument. I gotta do it. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Okay. It'll happen naturally. It'll happen naturally.
1: How would Jimmy Johnson have the biggest pep talk of the weekend?
0: It's crazy. Like
1: he ain't even fucking playing. He's still oh, I, know, I know what I was going to ask you. There you go, see? Well, I, what, this still ain't what I was going to ask you. <laughs> uh, Draymond Green came back. What? Draymond Green came back, and they got
0: blown out. <laughs> Shout out to my, my brother Toyo, man. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. ASMR, man. See? Th- so this is F.A.'s brother, by the way. This is F.A.'s older brother, Toyo. They super smart. All night. His whole family. Doctors engineers, computer scientists, business owners. They all, they, they just fucking geniuses. They Nigerian? Nigerian, man. Scott has got a Nigerian. They do Ponzi schemes. They do too many Ponzi schemes. They fuck, they fuck me
1: over every time. They do too many Ponzi schemes. I got to block both of them from the show. They do way too many Ponzi schemes. Nigerian started Ponzi scheming. And they got me one year to where I had to get a felony strike because they sent me a check that was stolen. Check. They sent it to me to buy a bunch of shit. I was, I was, I was selling. And then, and then, uh, I had to fight for my life to clear it. And I
0: was like, dog, I just took, I sold something on eBay. Hey, (laughs) Jimmy, I swear to God, when I was moving, I didn't, I didn't say it publicly because I was embarrassed. I've never got got before. I never got got in my life. When we were moving to this new spot, I was. I did not feel like breaking down my fucking bedroom. Our, 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 we got a whole new bedroom set, so I didn't feel like breaking that shit down. I'm like, come, come grab this shit. So I uploaded the shit on one of those moving apps, and I swear to God, this African cat, he got me for like three hundred dollars. Sent me yeah. a fake fucking check and everything. I swear to. Yeah. It's the first time I ever. I will never get God again. I was oh, pissed yeah. off, bro. I was. So, uh, I'm still mad about it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh
1: yeah. It, it, it specifically though, it's Nigerians.
0: <laughs> so it's not. It's not just any African. It's Nigerian nah. specific.
1: So, FA and your boy, no yo 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 yo, he it's got it. Toy Toyo, go.
0: stop playing, bro. To Toyo, look. He said, Look, look. He said, JB ain't lying. Uh, I, I know I ain't lying. <laughs> you got me, motherfucker. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh. He said, It was you that did it. What fuck? I got no yeah, I one, it was one of y'all. <laughs> it was Toyo or FA. One of y'all got me. One of
2: y'all. Shit. Shout out to my me
0: uh to my guy. Right. that's hilarious
1: nigerians <laughs> is like polys, they're like polynesian they all related they all know who right now right now as you guys should pound the like right now noyo and effie could make a call right now and find out who got me 20 years ago it was one of y'all cousins or brothers or sisters right now i got gary fucking to you. Hey, you motherfucker got JB with uh, him. I guarantee you, homie, they like Polys. They like Polys. They all related. F A
0: and Yo Yo. You I can be saying right name now. wrong. Stop saying name wrong. What's hey, his name? What's his name? Damn well,
1: they could call right now. And be like, hey, you got this white boy fucking in Compton about twenty years ago. That motherfucker be like, oh yeah, Toyo Toyo. You better. Toyo. No, you said it. There you go, Toyo. So you had it right. You better find out, motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> I got a morning rant. That's already afternoon rant in the East Coast. Uh, it's late, man. The it's NFL late. has become unwatchable, Big Smitty. Mm. It's become unwatchable. Let me uh, break this down. The tackling is at an all-time low. Injuries at an all-time high. How is tackling at all-time low? Injuries at an all-time high. Yet we still watch it, right? All right, let me do the let me do the daily round with our main man Tank Johnson. We haven't seen Tank. Tank Johnson's in the building. Clap, it up.
0: clap it up, clap it up,
3: um, Let's go, let's go. Hey Tank, I haven't done the morning round. We started. Uh, Don't hurt yourself, Smithy.
1: Goddamn. We got back to back shits. Hey Tank, we've had Dr. Jesse Morris right out the gate. Matt, Steve, yourself. We hadn't got to piss or nothing my
0: man tank got a full dip in his mouth right now he got a full fucking he dipped the whole he got the can this morning
3: give me my sponsorship copenhagen
1: hell yeah hey you know in arizona you can get the flavor out here they stopped doing the
3: flavors yeah man they're doing y'all bogus man it's all good though yeah it's a lot of shit
1: going on uh we're gonna dive into it i gotta ask you i got a morning rant i want to do and i want to do it with you guys both uh The NFL, in my opinion, has become unwatchable. The tackling at all-time low, yet the injuries are at an all-time high, but yet we still watch the game and love it. But what has it become? Um, The Eagle game last night was a hard one to watch with the horrible tackling. Uh, Ray Lewis went the hell off on the Peyton Manning cast, and the Bills game was just as bad. What have we created here with what was once the greatest entertainment in the world it has now become quite the slap in the face to former guys like Tank, myself, Matt, other guys I think who have played. Eric Weddle says it all the time, who have left everything on the field, like the Kelsey, like like Jason Kelsey last night, uh, the Kelseys of the world who walked off last night crying, as if he knew this was it. Uh, I guess you know. I know Tank knows Roger Goodell very well. He talks to him a lot. He's had him on his show. Uh, he engaged with them a lot. What is this more, not putting you out there and saying anything that you can't say, but is this become more of just a uh, marketing ploy for dollars or is it to, uh, is this a thing that just because times have changed and this is the new, this is just the new norm we
3: have to adapt and, uh, and accept where, where are we at with this? I mean, as you can see, man, they, they, they strip in the game specifically on the defensive side Of everything that that made the game go, defense used to be about sending a message, intimidation. You know, those were those were your ways of being able to like impact the game in in a different way. And they've taken that away, I think, with all of the rule changes with the hitting. I think it slowed secondary guys down. You don't want to put your team in a position where you give them an extra fifteen yards. You don't want to be in a position where you get yourself hurt. So tackling is just horrible and 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 you know it's something else to be said about at the end of the season when when your coach just absolutely doesn't have the pulse of the team that's what the eagles looked like last night it looked like they given up on sirianni and they they were ushering him out the door but in terms of the nfl product man we we're being stripped to the carcass it's a carcass of what it used to be and who that appeals to. Like I always say is organizations that appeals to uh, the alphabet boys, but they're losing the football purists, man, game by game, by game. Yeah, man. I I agree.
1: As you talk through these things, you mentioned it, and we are showing videos of all the things that are happening there in Philly specifically. Uh, But you mentioned to me off the record some things um, before, and it's and it's like I'm seeing it now, like it's making more sense. It's like we're more corporate America than we are feeding into the fan bases who used to pay our salary. We're more corporate dependent on billionaires' dollars to fill seats and stands and shit like that. It's been trending that way for some years, we know. But now is it more prevalent or evident
3: now
0: in your yeah, opinion man
3: it's, I mean, it's, it's out there, man. I mean, I, I think like I, like I said before, when, when they, when they got hit with the billion dollar lawsuit, now they are taking away things in real time on the field. And, and that's, that's just being, it's being shown every day, every game. And like, man, listen, those corporate sponsorships are gonna sustain you for a certain amount of time. But at the same time, man, we're, we're we're losing the blue bloods of you know of the of football man and 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 it's sad to me right it's sad to me because i watched season tickets be handed down in chicago for you know two three four generations or whatever and 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 it's just sad cuz you know those seats will now go to some corporate entity that doesn't give a shit about football or the bears or anything like that it's it's just Man, I mean, do we even got to talk about the the Peacock NBC debacle? I mean, how are you going to make me pay for one game and then pat yourself on the back? If that ain't the slap in the motherfucking face, you're going to say it's the, lo- the largest streamed event? Well, people were panicking. They want to see their football. Yeah, here, take my $19, but you're, you, that's blood money because those same people are not going to want to come back to swipe that card again if they can figure out another way to bootleg this shit so what roger while you're patting yourself on the back i, I think you might be uh, yourself in the ass man because mm. that's a big deal man
1: yeah a lot of people are disgruntled especially when you pay for something like a streaming app and then on top of it they hit us over the head with commercials so hold on you you monetizing on the. On our monitor, you're like, hold up, you're doing this 30 twice.
0: Right, you getting you getting us from the initial uh membership fee, then you getting it from the commercials. Like, damn. And I can argue, Big Tank, this is this is the worst playoff
1: run, wild card weekend that I've been a part of in 47 years. I've never seen the playoff wild card matchups be this disinterested, I guess is the word I would like to say. The competition level has clearly hit rock bottom, in my opinion. I don't see the grit that the the, straight up is it is it because the kids have already got the bag to what we've talked about on this show before? Is it because of the rules allowing for defensive players not to really be ultra aggressive and hit you because they're worried about getting fined, ejected, etc. Is it a combination of both? Is it injuries at an all-time high, yet tackling is at an all-time low? I'm trying to figure this out because every single game seems like it's the most inconsistent refereed game I've seen. And then on top of that, you got digs on the sideline drinking water out of the Steelers' uh, cooler, which is a clear bylaw. I read it this morning to make sure I wasn't talking out my ass. It was a taunting violation. It should have been a 15-yarder. They didn't call it. The Steelers only had one penalty Um, I mean, the Bills only had one penalty called on them for nine yards. I've never seen it. And then you don't call two blatant PIs and a hit to the head on on Matthew Stafford. If that was called on on Patrick Mahomes, let's keep it 100. That shit is – he's getting ejected probably. Um, I'm just – the inconsistency to me. I don't even care what – team. I don't have a dog in a fight. I don't care about what team fan you are, whatever. The inconsistency of – what we're doing is my problem. And that's where I think you're losing a lot of fan base.
3: Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's like that bad. You know, I think right? <laughs> I think that um, there's been some changing of the guard here. Obviously, there's been some uh, more parity uh, around the league. I, I mean, I, I was hyped to see Baker Mayfield get busy. Um, you know, hey, if the Eagles don't want it. I watch Baker take it. And, you know, Jordan what? Love, CJ Stroud, we see Man. some guy's ball. Like, it was, yeah. Facts, Mitty. And I mean, like, look, you know, unfortunately, they're going to, um, they're going to make it like Jordan Love has arrived because he beat the weak-ass Cowboys. But at the same time, you know, I, I just, I just, on one hand, I love the parody because people were complaining, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are in, you know, 10 straight AFC championships. And that, that got boring. So now that we've got a little bit more kind of, you know, parody in the league right now, you know, that's going to come with some comments. You know, the the refs, I mean, look, they they are who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like I I tell people all the time, every ref was born somewhere. And I see a lot of swallowing the whistle when it's time for, like, some of those key plays. And I I think it's because, you know, hey, refs are fans too. They got to play it off a little bit. But you know what man um thank goodness that we getting a better sample size of talent from the NFL that's all I can take to the bank this Monday Tuesday morning.
1: What was this the Eagles uh was this Eagles team the uh was this decline the worst you've ever seen um from a 10 and 1 standpoint till now on this Eagles franchise uh was the decline the worst you've seen in, let's say, last 10 years at least?
3: It's like my fantasy team, man. I came out the gates like a gangbuster. <laughs> and then when it came to bye weeks and trading people, I went downhill. And you know what, man? Sometimes you're just a – um. sometimes you get lucky. When I played on the Bengals, we ended up having our first – our six uh, division games – like before it even hit, like November, and mm-hmm. we were like six right? and zero, right? So we 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 were we, we had won the division, and we backed into the playoffs because we were playing bad ball, attrition, uh, obviously getting hurt and all that. And so sometimes you're a victim of the schedule. Sometimes, like you know, if you go back and look at their schedule, I don't know who they were beating, but I, I think they had a very good favorable schedule that that played into what they're good at. And then down the hill, man. They just they couldn't stop the slip. You know, like mm. you lose one game, that's a slip. Two games, you're falling. Three games, you're in. A, you know, and it's just like they could not get their footing. And you know what? In a historic level, do I? You know, is it the biggest? Is it the longest? Is it the greatest? It was. It was bad to see because I thought uh, Jalen Hurts had took the next step. Um, and 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 AJ Brown, I I, I just heard little. little. Riffs with him all year and just it, they they just never settled anything and that I think that goes to show the leadership in the locker room again with Sirianni he had to put that fire out early and I think that the the I think that what these coaches do nowadays is like they try to be cool and they try to be oh you know let 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 the players handle it but nah man coaches you know in the day the guys they respect Tony Dungy Lovey Smith Bill Belichick Pete Carroll, these guys will go in there and they'll they'll either direct, they'll tell the team directly, or they'll grab their captain and say, Hey man, put this fucking fire out.
1: Um, to your point, I three months ago I I on the show, everybody thought I was crazy when I called out the AJ Brown thing because I had some insight on the whole thing, uh coming from Tennessee. There's a reason Tennessee gave him up for basically nothing. And it started, but From the coaching standpoint to my point, and 10-1 is only masking all the toxic shit that's happening in the locker room. And the problem is you can go 10-1 and versus a bunch of average teams, even though I hate to say that word average in the NFL. They all get paid on the first and 15th. They put their pants on one leg at a time. They're all professionals at the highest level. They're one of one. I hate to say there's any easy games because we know there's not. But having said that, at 10 and one, you're like, all right, masking all the shit that's happening. And then you get a good, tough opponent and you lose and you get hit in the mouth. And then that locker room becomes even more toxic. And then Sirianni's only saying, all right, well, we're 10 and two. It ain't no big deal. Calm down, everybody. Then you go 10 and three. And fucking A.J. Brown starts to get worse. And then Jalen Hurts and him are beefing more. And then Goddard now is cussing him out. And then Kelsey's now going to retire. And he's like, I've seen enough of this shit. That shit snowballed into what we just witnessed, which is why I think it is one of the worst declines I've seen in a long time. And it's it looks back at the presser that Sirianni came out with three years ago when he took the job and everybody was cringeworthy, as I think the young generation calls it. They were like, "What is who's this guy? But then you see Mike McDaniel in, in Miami wearing capri pants, and this is the day of the analytical guy. This is no more Bill Belichick and, and Bill Parcells and Bill Cowers roaming the sideline no more, or JB or, or whoever, Mike Tomlin. This is the age of kids getting a huge amount of money that's generational wealth, and we don't really hold them to the fire anymore. They don't have to do as much as we used to have to do to, to get that bag like we take I would have to fight and scrap and claw because we were worried about getting our job snatched a little less hundred million dollars to not have to play. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's different. It's changed. And I don't know if I could coach. I don't know if it's fair to say let's just fire Sirianni because I don't know how how you coach in this generation. I don't know how you coach in the league right now.
0: I mean, well, go, go ahead, Smitty. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I hear you, but at the end of the day, you get paid a lot of money to figure that out, to answer that question. And if you're not answering that question as, as the head coach or leader of my franchise, then you got, you got, we got to find another man, find someone else. So times have changed. We know that. We get it. You love it. Hate it. You know, feel neutral about it. Regardless, times are changing.
1: So, so Smitty's the, point. The great ones will adjust. To, to your point, Smitty, I want to ask Tank, like, to answer your question for me, like, can you do what Smitty just said? Can you figure it out as the head coach? I don't know if you can. Look at Mike Tomlin may step away. Belichick just did. Pete Carroll. I mean, we're losing legend. Nick Saban just said, ah, fuck this. I ain't dealing with this shit no more. That's clearly what he did, and we know it on the inside. Harbaugh is
0: figuring out. Cal Shanahan, I think, is figuring out. Andy uh, Reid got it figured out. I mean, you got Cassette who are who, who are showing you proven examples that they're figuring out. D'Amico seemed to have it figured
3: out early. You know, yeah. so there's guys is doing it. I I just think that we're we're in the infant the infancy stages of player empowerment, and I think coaches, specifically with the NFL, and I think you know traditional coaches and our football culture, um, that's like oil and water, right? Player empowerment and 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 football, and so I think it's turning off a lot of the 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 blue bloods and the staples and the new guys coming in, McDaniel's and all those guys. They're trying to like tinker with the formula to see what works and what's sustainable in the long run, right. and and so I think you're gonna find you're, you're gonna have some situations where it's gonna go off the rails, and there's gonna be times where you have that quality group of leadership on your team that knows how to balance that like player empowerment, give a give a player an inch and hope he doesn't take two miles, um, and then you know when I was in the league, it was always about Hey, how is this young guy? If you come in late, what's this young guy going to think of professionalism? If you're cussing at the coach, what's this young guy? It was always about optics, about kind of the next guy. And now all that shit's gone. We've got young guys setting precedents. Like me and Erlacher, we cringe every weekend when we see the big necklace and the dark glasses on the sideline. Like, listen, you only got about a few hours a week to be a company man like we don't need the swag and like that was an absolute no-go and like now coaches look on the sideline and he turns around and fucking 40 of his guys have it so is he gonna piss off 40 guys or is he gonna find a way to just you know hey okay that's a player empowerment we're gonna figure out how to work with it and before long it just gets off the freaking rails and some teams it gets off the rails some teams they take it all the way to the uh, to the end but it, i think it all has to do with the mixture of your coaching and your leadership on your team how how you can implement real player empowerment
1: when when the leadership on the team though gets younger and younger as we are getting older which is a is a it's a, it's a fact it's going to happen it's happening right now what do we do then Because I'm trying to figure out, because remember, these guys are coming from a transfer portal era in college where they're getting paid some more than rookie contracts in the NFL. So when you come to the NFL, who is your leader? A guy that just transferred four times in college? Like, is that going to be – like, see what I'm saying? There's an issue. We, we I don't know how you correct it or fix it. I'm just bringing up the problems, and I hate to do that without having a solution because I used to hate coaches that did that shit. Well, give me the fucking solution then if you're going to give me all these problems. <laughs> but I, I think this is where we are, though. Like, the, the leaders are going to be Bryce Young soon, right? He's going to be the guy on your team that – now, I'm not saying Bryce Young's an issue, but I'm just saying – you know, I don't know if there's any more Patrick Queens out there who comes on this
0: show frequently. But there are him. though. I'm glad you brought him up. There are Roquan Smiths, Fred Warner's. There like and there's those a lot of those leaders out there. they huh? are getting older. They're getting older in this yeah, league. But, like they were young. So like they're. they're I, even the leaders that you we look at of old that we thought were great leaders at one point in time, Ray Lewis was a young cat out there telling people what to do. He became older. Guys get older; they grow, they mature. as oh, they yeah, grow. Not oh, that's my point, point, not that's my point.
1: That's not my point, I'm sorry if I said it the wrong way. I'm talking about in this era, from leaving college to what the rules are now right. in college. How they can't be what you're saying. Like there, Ray Lewis is a whole nother animal. There was a transfer portal in NIL. That guy wanted to be the best middle backer of all time. Do we have that now? My thing, evolution is getting younger with the expectation of gimme, gimme, gimme. Demand, demand, demand without really doing shit.
3: No, listen, I'll tell you like this, man. I had long conversations with a lot of my guys from my era this weekend. And, you know, like I told you, you know, one thing I brought up to them, I said either they lied to us or they lied to them. And it looks like they lied to us by the way the game is changing. And they were talking specifically about going into coaching. I said, well, if you're going to go into coaching nowadays, bring only half of your heart and your soul because it's not required. And before we, we were taught, bring your heart, your soul, your loyalty, your dedication. That's not required in today's game and you'll get your heart broke. And you've got to learn how to evolve and play this game the way that they're playing it now. You know, we often say, man, if I were to coach these little dudes, I'd be to smack the shit out of one of these dudes. And that's true. That's because you're bringing your whole heart into the thing. Hey, let the game play like the game is being played. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't hate the game, hate the player. You feel me? They, they really <laughs> mess, they, they messing it up right now in, 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 that, in that terms. And, and I'm just, and, and that's just how it is. Half of your heart. Half of your soul, that's what's required to bring as a coach, and that's not what we were taught.
1: That's why I think, like, for me, I couldn't do it because I, I can't do it. I can't – because my whole thing was when I was hiring coaches, like, don't give half-ass effort to these kids, right? Like, we're – get this kid to the next level. Your job is to get him where he could not get himself. And that was the same thing for me to – coaches i'm gonna get a coach a job i'm especially a young inner city brother that i could get a job for i got 13 guys D, coaching d1 right now i'm like shit did, now you're telling me i gotta go in and half acid? not half acid, but uh, ex- expectation wise it's got to be half luster because i can't really go in there and be like hey fuck you coach <laughs> like no nah, okay son it's okay you know I, I i get it too it's fucked up man i i just gotta stay away from it for me but
3: no, nah, I mean, it, it, listen, obviously it's sad because again, we 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 grew up on a product that it made men. Listen, there was a lot of great men forged out of the old way, right? And and then at, on the same side of that, I look at my homeboys that's 44 years old and they damn near drooling. And we we looked at those guys as gladiators and warriors. And now, shit, man, some of these guys aren't doing okay. And so on on, on one hand, I can see the unne- taking the unnecessary hits out of the game. But again, we've thrown a whole blanket over changing everything really, really fast. And I just think that that's just it's taking the product and it's diminishing it in a great, great way. I'm gonna, real quick, we move on. I, I feel y'all on some of the
0: stuff y'all saying, but I ain't gonna lie, y'all but and I love y'all. Y'all both sound y'all sound like old men right now who just miss the old ways, and I get it. We all do, even me as, as I'm about to be 30 this weekend. I still miss some things the way they were when I was younger. I think we all have a, a feeling of nostalgia, like oh man, I remember the my the, the cartoon Saturday morning cartoons to be like this, or oh, I remember we used to play outside and hang by the I just think. Times always will always change, and in, in, thir- in thirty more years, the the generation that's young right now will will look back and and be like, oh, why we do-? people we always do that. So I just think you just you either change with the times or you don't, and you stay and you stay stagnant. I don't think the NFL is as bad as what we're making it seem like. There are things that I don't like, but I still think it's an entertaining product. We still got millions of fans tuning in. We still watch it every single weekend. We come on here, we have passionate debates about said players and said teams, and, and this, that, and the third. So it can't be that bad. Is, is it different? Yes. Is it bad? I think we're I think we're over overdoing it a little bit. You know, we spend a lot of time on the show talking about how bad. The product is, and that's but at the same time, it's kind of counterintuitive. We say this product is so bad, but 85% of what we talk about is this product. So well, it, it ain't that bad.
1: <laughs> and no, don't take no offense to this, but to your point, it's only the people that's 30 <laughs> that have only lived through one generation saying what you just said were tanking. I've been through two to three, I'm on my third that have seen Jordan, Bird, Magic, Kareem, Kobe, J- LeBron. You've seen LeBron, and then you sit there and say, well, LeBron's the best ever. Well, you haven't seen anything else. So you can only con- it's, a, it's not a knock. I'm saying it's only fair because that's all the experience you have. In 20 years, you're going to be looking back and saying, fuck, Tank and JB was right. I I, I got to
0: teach these motherfuckers something else. Like
3: the, I might say that. I might you not. Know
1: but you can only talk about what you
0: experienced, right, dog. Right. But just because you're older, don't automatically mean that you're correct. Because if that's the case, okay, nah, the oldest motherfucker in real.
3: the world. So You didn't watch Bill Russell, you didn't watch Will I, Chamberlain, so how can I'm you say Jordan's bad? So you okay. can okay. always go back and we'll come say out. that. Hold on, but but is but Smithy is is hard work tried and true? Is yeah, is it tried and true? Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, I, and and some things never change. Right? right, hard work, you get the result you want. That never changes. So now, if you're taking out hard work from the game, you both you you because you sat here and said it's tried and true. What what do we switch to? And And that's an opinion,
0: though. I think these guys NFL are bust their ass to get there. I know cats who I played with and played against. I know that the stuff they did. You guys maybe feel like your journey
3: was tougher, and maybe it was. I don't know. But getting the NFL, I says some easy shit to do now. Okay, so so then so if you're talking about an Eagles team missing tackles in the end of the season, and then that directly correlates to less padded practices, less uh, taking out two days. So what, so it's, we're showing the product the end of the season. We're showing the product, but, but here's, but my point is this, I don't really care as much about like on field. I care about the fabric. I, Mm. I care about like the, the guys coming through the system and coming out as men instead of guys coming through the system and and coming out like, man, I, I don't know how to be a man. I don't know what mm. a stand-up man is supposed to be. So I, I don't really care. Like the field shit is cool, but the fabric, that's what the generations hold on to uh of the game and like what it produces. Man, it's just it's it's just it's just gone. I'm not saying that it's bad, I'm just saying we're changing like. The outcome and, and and you know what we're getting out of the players. I,
1: I think to both points. I, the the issue I think is, but then all of us out here are talking about fire Sirianni. That's where the fucking problem I have is because it's often fire the coach when you saw what's being allowed by that coach. That coach can't really tackle anymore in practice. He can't do certain things that he probably wants to do. He can't hire certain guys he probably wants to hire. All this shit, and then we're so quick to say, fire the coach. But we got A.J. Brown, who refuses to go to practice and deletes his Instagram and blah, 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 blah. And what's the coach supposed to do? Like Tank said, figure the game out now. You got to not- either adhere to 40 guys or let 40 guys piss on you and just live with it. Tell them that the piss tastes like fucking fruit punch. I The coach is in a bad spot nowadays, but yet the player continues to get that big dollar bag and – there's it. gotta be
3: there's something going yeah, on here. JB, I don't think it, you 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 often you oftentimes like bring like the bag into this. And I, I mean look, that's just look, as we go and the years go, the salary cap goes up and players get more money. That's how it is. It's just a it's just like you know, I, I'm just saying that like remember when Sirianni made um the the, the quarterback get on the ground and like Protect the ball. Yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on some, yeah, on some, like <laughs> you know, it was just Darren like did not want to do it. Yeah, and I mean, like, like the, I don't, you know, it's hard to pull that out of your ass week twelve and say, oh. you know, do that. And you know, it, it's just, it, it's just the, the the fabrics changing, and therefore the expectation of the players is changing.
1: And that, but then on the coaching side, you're like, well, fuck, I gotta. I got to win. I got to win. I got to get it. Our main guy has to protect the football. So we got to do something to change. I, every game, every week, I was trying to do something to do something to win. Like, I had to come up with some sort of – and nowadays, I don't know if you can do it without being scrutinized because of all the – developments did you just
3: pause me, Smitty?
1: <laughs> you called it? I
4: know you
0: called it. <laughs> I did it so smooth. I didn't think you even heard me. I you was like, I'm like, pulling dang, something I just, out, of,
1: out of the ass. So hey, <laughs> I'm getting used to this fucking – yeah,
0: I, I can't do it. We got three and a half minutes left. We got three and a half minutes left. We got to go to match shows. I know. We got to go to match shows. So go show. Let's end this thing with Tank on
1: some hell yeah, hell no. Nah. We got five of them. Let's knock them out in three minutes. Hell yeah, hell no, nah. big, big Tank, big Smitty. The NFL is becoming unwatchable. Hell no. Everyone's hell still no. watching. I, I say hell that. yeah, but I'm still going to watch it because I'm a hypocrite. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. The Eagles are the biggest disappointment
3: in the last decade. No, the Cowboys are. Hell no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hell yeah. But I mean, I would like to do some deeper diving over the last decade. But right now, in the moment, I'm going to say, hell yeah.
1: Because you don't even know what the fuck 10 years ago was, you young motherfucker.
0: All right. Hell yeah. Hell nah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Baker Mayfield over Jalen Hurts.
3: Uh, ooh, I'd say right now, hell yeah, because he's got confidence. Any a player with confidence is a dangerous player. I think it hurts his confidence is hurt, no pun intended. And I just think that Baker's rolling.
0: I'm gonna say hell no. Listen, I, Jalen had a down year for sure. I fights like a lot going on in that Eagles locker room that we don't even know about yet. But I'm not gonna be. The, I'm not gonna be so quick to just you know. Just forget that the fact that he landed the to Super Bowl just last year. Baker's yeah, He had a whole yet.
3: team full of veterans, but that's that's a little different. And Jalen balled out in that Super Bowl too, though.
0: He, he was he's the best quarterback on that field. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. The Packers will shock
3: the
1: Niners. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I'd I'm say sorry. hell no. I think the Packers are gonna run into uh a buzzsaw, and I think that they they had a good run, but they're gonna run up on a team that's you know well put together. You know when you
0: like you've been acting up at school, and then like the teacher like calls your parent, and your parent comes to school, have to leave work early, and they bring that belt. That's how the Niners about to do the pack. They're about to beat they ass. Packers <laughs> had a, a good little story. They got a good upset win. They're on the high. I love the way Jordan Love looked, but they're about to play against some a, a real, real contender, and they fresh and they Fred Warner and them boys, uh, Green Law. They been arrested. They about to kick they ass.
1: I think the layoff hurts Purdy. I think Purdy struggles. I think Green Bay's gonna be closer to anything. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Nobody can predict this Super Bowl as far as the opponents go.
3: <laughs> I mean, I say, I say, you know, there's only a few teams, so they're gonna be able to guess it somehow. So uh <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bet shit on this one, man. I'm 0-6 right now.
1: I don't know who the hell's gonna be in it. Detroit Bucks. We got all kinds of crazy matchups.
0: I don't know. Love I will say this thing. I did predict the AFC uh, team that would be in Super Bowl. I did this way. I just what shit fucking twenty twenty two. Then I did this a, a long time ago. I knew who was gonna be. I said Ravens. I said Eagles. Eagles. I was. I eat crow. I was wrong on the Eagles just like the ravens just so, like
3: your generation 50 percent is a is a, a. <laughs> uh, hey, it's better than zero for six it's better than zero percent
1: <laughs> hey i'm zero for six I, I eat it i like it too i'm gonna keep betting too i'm gonna bet i'm taking all the under, i'm taking all the underdogs tank because one of them motherfuckers gonna hit somebody gonna hit i gotta win some money scared money don't make money when you're from the hood mm-hmm. um tank much love we gotta go to another show uh we'll see you next tuesday uh, enjoy the week, and uh, we'll talk this week. Uh, much love to you, and uh, stay up. Everybody else, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. We'll see you tomorrow for Work Boot Wednesday. Uh, subscribe, become a member today, and follow Tank on all social media aspects, Tank Johnson 99 We'll see you later on. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap Smithy and Jason Brown We killed it, yeah, it's a wrap We won the games we are missing,
5: we switched it and filled the gap you you are
2: now Jason to